93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Right, today's Thursday. It's November 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, New Jersey State Police have arrested a 65-year-old woman after they say dozens of dogs were found dead in freezers and more than 100 more living in filth inside her home. 65-year-old Donna Roberts of Shimong Township is now facing charges for allegedly keeping all of the animals in deplorable and inhumane conditions in and around the house on Oakshade Road. Detectives responded to Robert's residence uh, to assist the Burlington County Health Department with an inspection on Tuesday. When they arrived, they say they observed evidence of animal cruelty inflicted upon various breeds of dogs on the property. The odor of animal feces and ammonia was said to permeate the inside of the residence, which caused several of the responders to experience dizziness and nausea. Detectives discovered 161 dogs inside the squalor, as well as 44 deceased dogs that were packaged in plastic bags and stored in freezers throughout the residence. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. I, you know what? I, I need to see a picture of this house, just the outside of it to say, like, how do people, you know what I mean? Are there people like right next door that know, oh, yeah, it's just 100 dogs next door making noise. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, how, like- how do you have... We assume this is a slightly rural home, or is it a row home? How how the hell do you live? You'd have to be in a remote location. You 160 dogs, and that's different than cats. I mean, you hear this story a lot with cats. Um, You could you could hide that they're not that loud, but all these Bumpus only had seven. But I mean, all these dogs like they make noise, they bark, they you know. And is this a case, Kathy? A hoarder who is trying to do good and then starts to just fall off that well, you know, and precipice and, and you get a situation like this? That's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, you know what, but why package them up and put them in the freezer? But then I thought about it. If it's just her, like when my cat died, yeah. Dennis had a hard time digging that hole yeah. to, to bury the cat. So I'm like, she couldn't have done that. Um, well, that and like Steve said, this may be a hoarder and they have trouble letting... Anything goes. Exactly. Even dead animals. Exactly. That may be the case. I don't know. This person's got a problem, obviously. So And they said in and in in and around. So my guess is that yes, there were some of the dogs outside and maybe that's why authorities went because um, you know, neighbors called. And by by the way, these these they're gonna check these dogs out and they're gonna they're gonna go into the system. So you may want to consider in a little bit if you've ever wanted a dog adopting a dog, you might want to check into that. It's a wonderful thing to do. Kathy, where was it again? Uh, this is in uh, New Jersey. Shimong. It's, it's in um, Burling- Burlington County. In Shimong, right? Shimong. It's it's pretty rural. Okay. It's right next to Ehe. <laughs> Shimong. Shimong. <laughs> so it was determined that four of the dogs were in critical mm. condition and had to be transported to an emergency veterinary <laughs> clinic. Uh, the remaining dogs were evaluated and treated at the scene by animal shelter workers. Here, Jason lives just a couple of minutes away from the Shimong. house with the dogs. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. It's okay. all right, man. So, so you, it says here you're about ten minutes from that house. So you know the exact home that we're talking about? No, I don't. Uh, but I didn't even realize it was on Oak Shade Road. So you said, which is less than ten minutes from my house. Okay, but it's in the middle of the woods. So it's in the middle of the woods. Okay, we would imagine it would have to be something like that because I don't know how you could be in sort of a, a more densely suburban area yeah. and get away with. I mean, as Kathy pointed out, cats are a different story. Yep. You're talking this many dogs. It's going to be first off a nonstop. 
Barkfest, yeah. and then a, a putrid smell. Yeah, absolutely. All right, thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. One hundred and sixty-one. Now, the pictures that I saw were all um, very small dogs. I'm okay. sure there were other still, kinds, but yeah. still, one hundred and sixty-one. Yeah. Good lord. We had two small dogs yeah. in my house. They make a ton of noise. <laughs> uh, Seriously, yep. yeah. we had yeah. uh, we got a cat years ago, Kathy, from a woman who, who one of these hoarders in, in Rocky Point, Long Island. Uh, well, they, they seized all the animals from the house, and this, we were trying to get this one cat adopted. Um, it, it was pandemonium in the house. The animals, you know, so they and this one cat just had like um, nervous seizures. Cause, and so <laughs> it, it's a much. nightmare for these animals. I, I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody texted and said, hey, guys, that woman cut all the dog's vocal cords because of noise complaints. No, and, no. There, there are. There's. This is a horrible thing that's going on where people are having, are paying to have that, are trying to get that procedure done. But I, that I don't believe. But it's, yeah. po- it's possible. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Roberts was charged with animal cruelty and released with a pending court date. The case is the case is being uh, prosecuted by the Burlington County Prosecutor's Office. <laughs> the arrival of a wintry mix of sleet and snow, which will eventually change over to steady rain, is expected today. <laughs> So mad because I left like my ice scraper and all that stuff at my house. Well, you know, yeah, I forgot. Yep. yep. No, Preston, I made sure it was right by the door so I could leave it at home. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. It will turn to rain though. Yeah. yeah. It just by the time we, we get leave, done, yeah. we, we, yeah. we might have snow on the on the vehicles. Yeah. But later on today, it should be rain. Yeah. A wintry weather advisory is in effect for uh, th- or throughout the day into tonight across all counties in New Jersey and Delaware uh, that touch the Delaware River as well as southeastern Pennsylvania. Slippery roads are possible prior to the changeover to rain. After that, uh, street flooding will become an issue. I think. Listen, I love I love fall into winter where we it, it's seasonably chilly around Thanksgiving <laughs> or whatever. That's great. Get past that, and then you can start to snow closer to Christmas, and then you know for a little bit after. And then stop, <laughs> because last year, do you remember? I was looking at some of the, going back over the uh, the calendar. Do you remember how late we were getting yeah. big storms last year? We got a yeah. nor'easter yeah. in March. Yeah, well, right? and, and then what happened? I remember is, is we'll get the storm, and then it just stays cold, and the snow doesn't go away. Yes, it doesn't have a moment to melt, and then you're just stuck with it. And and. While it's beautiful and pristine at first, yeah. after a while it becomes barren and yeah. depressing. So Absolutely. And know. we had a suck ass summer. Yeah. I'm yeah. supposed to do a holiday activity tonight. <gasps> you oh. are. I know. And I think with all the rain and like, you know, mass confusion, people trying to get their kids from school, like it's just gonna be You should too come much. drinking in Westchester instead. I'll be at Ryan's pub from seven to nine. Yeah. There's an activity for you. By the way, Kathy's Holiday activities list coming up next coming. week. Oh, next yes. week. And, yes. and, and we're promised a uh, stellar one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so a mix of sleet and snow for the first time uh, in these areas will lead to slippery roads. There should be uh, little to no accumulation in South Jersey and Delaware. A coating to one inch of slushy accumulation along the 95 corridor and then slushy one to three inches in the northwest suburbs, northern Chester, Montgomery, Upper Bucks, and points uh, to the northwest. Now tonight, the rain will be steady at times throughout the evening before easing back a bit uh, late tonight and overnight. You know, the worst phrase in uh, during the winter is along the 95 corridor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, All right, what's coming now? <laughs> Steve, we've had so many soccer pra- uh, practices and games canceled yes, over the last too. months. And, and, and so they'll cancel a game or a yeah. practice and then have to reschedule and then they can only reschedule for a certain amount of time. Field, uh, The fields have just been in terrible shape all fall. I mean, really, it's extended through the summer and the spring. If I were uh, you guys, God bless uh, you guys for being parents because I would 
would encourage my son to not have friends and don't get involved in sports. <laughs> yeah, you Can't you just stay in your room and do I, things I don't know about? I love those cancel games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, to a point, though, man, because they, they try to cram them yeah, in and try, and try and reschedule them as much as possible. But, yeah, like the, the day of when you get that cancellation, it's kind of like school being canceled. Right. So in preparation of this wintry mix, one school district has already announced early dismissal. Really? Yep. Schools in Lower Moreland Township School District in Montgomery County will close two hours and 45 minutes early. The district says this will allow buses, student drivers, and parents picking up students an earlier and safer opportunity to navigate the roadways. Uh, All after-school activities in Lower Moreland Township School District are canceled as well. Philadelphia police are investigating separate incidents of two Wawa stores across the city Wednesday night. Officers are looking for a man who held up a Wawa in the Ronhurst section. It happened at 8 o'clock at Sally and Castor Avenues. There's no word yet if anything was taken and no injuries were reported. A short time later, a man was shot in the creek outside a Wawa in the city's Wissanoming section. That happened at the 4300 block of Comley Street. The 22-year-old victim was taken to the hospital in stable condition. There have been no arrests and police are investigating both incidents. In sports this morning. Jimmy Butler had 14 points in his Philadelphia debut, but the Sixers collapsed late and lost to Orlando 111 to 106 after Terrence Ross hit a tie-breaking three-pointer with 8.7 seconds left that helped the Magic complete a big comeback. Butler, the four-time All-Star, played 33 minutes and shot six for 12 from the field. Orlando, Orlando scored 21 straight points in the fourth quarter, then held the Sixers without a field goal over the final three and a half minutes. Joel Embiid finished with a triple-double of 19 wow. points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists for the Sixers, who lost for the seventh time in nine road games. They're back home tomorrow night, where they're still undefeated on the season and will host the Utah Jazz. The Flyers are at home tonight with a game against the New Jersey Devils. The Flyers have nine wins and 19 points on the season and are three points behind the Columbus Blue Jackets for first place in the Metro di- Division while the Devils are in last place. The puck drops at 7 o'clock. New York Mets right-hander Jacob DeGrom won his first Cy Young Award taking home the National League edition after leading the majors in ERA. DeGrom received 29 first place votes and 207 points in voting by the Baseball Writers Association of America. Washington's Max Scherzer got the other first place vote and finished second while Phillies starter and team ace Aaron Nola finished third. And the Eagles are still the Super Bowl champs. Yeah. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. we got a bunch going on uh, today's program. Today is the Great American Smokeout. Uh, we are going to encourage everybody who's been uh, trying to kick the habit to go ahead and, uh, and make that attempt today. Make it, I mean, make a real effort. Go for it. You can do it. I did it. I haven't smoked in um, 16 years. There you go. Yeah. My wife has been decades, you know, and yeah. it, 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 listen. It, I didn't know she she, smoke, she smoked a lot, used to smoke uh, a lot, uh, and, um, you know, did the cold turkey, had a brief relapse, and then did it again and done. I started smoking when I was 14. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yep. I, I was around smokers. Yes. My, my family, yep. my mom, yes. my dad, my sister. I probably had my first cigarette at like seven. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I mean, we used to, we'd, we would, as kids, you know, the parents would be having a party. This was, the, you know, the 1970s, so sure. everybody was smoking. We'd go in, take a cigarette butt. From the ashtray. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. And not inhale, but, you know, do, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. do the puff thing. 
But if, and it's just uh, at, at the time everybody's smoking. By the way, smoking is in the United States is at an all time low, and it yes. continues to go that way. So it's it's a. I mean, me personally, being somebody who's given it up and seeing how wonderful it was to yeah. be away from that. I, I you know, if, if you love to smoke, great. That's that's you. All and right, Preston, you do you, you, you do, do you. you. But and that's fine. But the amount of money you oh will end up God. saving. I, I, I see cigarette prices. I'm like, <sighs> are you? Kidding me? Yeah. 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 Is it like eight bucks a pack now? It's up there. Yes. Somewhere in that range, case. Well, I'm glad I don't know anymore, to be honest. So, Dr. Rosenberg is going to be here, hypnotist, therapist, uh, <laughs> Dr. Rosenpenis. Did you see on his data oh, sheet? Dr. Actually... Rosenpenis. I'm just here to check <laughs> out his family smile. <laughs> what? On his data. Let's check your data sheet. Okay. Uh, Great American Smokehouse. No, t- top two lines. Top two lines. Dr. Stephen Rosenberg, Dr. Rosenpenis. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, he's coming by today. We're going to take a group of people, put them in our uh, conference room, and he is going to hypnotize them. And hopefully that will do the trick. It has worked for many, many people over the years. So uh, we'll talk to uh, uh, the doctor later on this morning, but maybe you have a chance to give it up for good today, and we hope that you do. Also joining us today is actor Daniel Roebuck. He has been in everything, man. I was just going through his IMDb. It's incredible. We first got to know him from the show Lost. He played a, a, a smaller character, or, a, or a, uh, a, it had a, he had a short run on the yeah. show, but Dr. Arst was his name. He had the best, I think, of all of the people that were uh, written, off. Off, written off the yeah. show. Yeah. He did the best one. Absolutely. It was exploded by a stick of dynamite. <laughs> right. It blew up. It was pretty awesome. You got a little bit of Arst on and you. And he's... <laughs> yeah. Right, I forgot about that line. Uh, he was in The Fugitive. He was in River's Edge a lot in a gazillion television shows. First time I saw him was as Jay Leno on The Late Shift. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So he is from the Lehigh Valley. He is the director and star of a movie that was filmed in the Lehigh Valley called Getting Grace. And he's going to be here this morning. By the way, he likes to be called Danny. So we're going to be Danny it Danny is. Roebuck on later on this morning. Uh, very nice guy. Um, Gotchel's turkey bacon is stopping by. We're going to have drunken turkey bacon balls. How about that? Oh. Along with many other things today. So we'll do some giveaways in conjunction with those guys. Yes, and we case. have an ass load of those to give away, so we want to start early. An ass drunken turkey bacon ball. Um, I will give away some tickets to see Tom Segura live November 16th. That is tomorrow. Oh, my God. At 1030 p.m. at the Miriam Theater. Uh, there's three shows that have sold out. Don't miss a, a chance to get tickets to the fourth show before they're gone. So it's last minute, KimmelCenter.org, but we'll take caller number 10-215-263-WMMR. Give you a pair of tickets to see Tom Segura. Excellent. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Entertainment Report. Got all that stuff for you. We'll return shortly. Berg is going to be here. Hypnotist, therapist, uh, <laughs> Dr. Rosenpenis. Did you see on his oh, data sheet? Dr. Rosenpenis. I'm just here to check <laughs> out his family smile. <laughs> what? On his data Let's check your data sheet. Okay. Uh, Great American Smokehouse. No, t- top two lines. Top two lines. Dr. Steven Rosenberg, Dr. Rosenpenis. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So he's coming by today. We're going to take a group of people, put them in our uh, conference room, and he is going to hypnotize them. And hopefully that will do the trick. It has worked for many, many people over the years. So uh, we'll talk to uh, uh, the doctor later on this morning. But maybe you have a chance to give it up for good today. And we hope that you do. Also joining us today is actor Daniel Roebuck. He has been in everything, man. I was just going through his IMDb. It's incredible. We first got to know him from the show Lost. He played a, a, a smaller character. or a, or a, uh, a, had a He had a short run on the yeah. show, but Dr. Arst was his name. He had the best, I think, of all of the people that were uh, written, off. written off the yeah. show. Yeah. He did the best one. Absolutely. It was exploded by a stick of dynamite. <laughs> right. It blew up. It was pretty awesome. You got a little bit of Arst on and you. And he's... Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that line. 
Uh, he was in The Fugitive. He was in River's Edge a lot in a gazillion television shows. First time I saw him was as Jay Leno on The Late Shift. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So he is from the Lehigh Valley. He is the director and star of a movie that was filmed in the Lehigh Valley called Getting Grace. And he's going to be here this morning. By the way, he likes to be called Danny. So we're going to be Danny it Danny is. Roebuck on later on this morning. Uh, very nice guy. Um, Gotchel's Turkey Bacon is stopping by. We're going to have drunken turkey bacon balls this Ooh. morning. How about that? Oh. Along with many other things today. So we'll do some giveaways in conjunction with those guys. Yes, and we have an ass load of those to give away, so we want to start early. An you ass drunken turkey bacon ball. Um, I will give away some tickets to see Tom Segura live November 16th. That is tomorrow, oh my God, at 10.30 p.m. at the Miriam Theater. Uh, there's three shows that have sold out. Don't miss a, a chance to get tickets to the fourth show before they're gone. So it's last minute, KimmelCenter.org, but we'll take caller number 10-215-263-WMMR. Give you a pair of tickets to see Tom Segura. Excellent. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Entertainment Report. We got all that stuff for you. We'll return shortly. This 93.3 WMMR audio on-demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Cool gifts are what Worldwide Stereo is all about. Wrap a genuine surprise and wow someone all year long. Montgomeryville, Ardmore, and online at WorldwideStereo.com. Hey, it's Preston from the Preston and Steve Show. This holiday season, I'm going to be buying hand and stone massage and facial spa gift cards for my family and friends. And listen, during the Black Friday weekend, it is their buy one, get one free sale on gift cards. Visit one of their over 50 locations in your neighborhood or visit handandstone.com. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. Do you ever wonder why everyone hates Steven Singer? Well, he makes buying a diamond easy with his 100-day no-hassle money-back guarantee and free shipping both ways, making returns and exchanges hassle-free. Visit Steven at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay, I, I got to mention this now. <laughs> I, it, this is too bizarre. This is the, the entertainment break, but I'm going to mention this sort of breaking story. So yeah. the New Jersey couple who became, this is on NBC10's website. The New Jersey couple who became famous for raising money for a homeless man after he helped with their disabled car, as well as the homeless man himself, will all face charges for allegedly providing a false story in order to raise money for themselves, this is a source familiar with the case that told NBC10 this. And there's a press conference. Whoa! There's Wait. a press conference today at 2 o'clock where the prosecutors say that they will release all the information. They haven't leaked any information out. They're just saying... Mind blown. blown. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, so Kathy, what you know those guys over there and you're talking about, the, you know, uh, do you think this is a... Listen, I don't know, but I was I was telling you guys off the air. My friend uh, who works at NBC10 had said to me, she's not on air or anything like that, but she had said to me when before this even became a controversy last year when when they had helped him, she had said to me just as a friend chatting. She goes, "I don't buy this story." I go, "What do you mean?" I was like, "It was, it, it, you know, it was a nice, heartfelt story." And she goes, "I don't buy it." From the very beginning, she this is what she had speculated. She thought that this went down. All right. Well, I. We can maybe we'll talk about it later on this later, but I just wanted to get that out there now. So Mark D'Amico, Katie McClure, and Johnny Bobbitt will face charges including conspiracy and theft by deception, mm-hmm. according to the source. According and to the a press source, release and, today, and there was the, the prosecutor has said we are not releasing any information until okay. two o'clock. So, but you know things not- leak. So this is not verified. This is a, from a source, but it's on the NBC Ten website. Yep. 
Wow. The internet <laughs> never oh lies. And, they, and all three of them were at the Camp Out for Hunger Listen, last year. Yeah, absolutely. And, yep. and, and, and and you know me, I'm the first to jump to a, to not a conspiracy, but I, I'm because of the way the internet is and the way these stories get parsed out, I'm always like, and I think we all agree, let's look at this one for a couple of days and see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But that one immediately caught, oh, this seems so all, unique and nice. Yeah, but you know so what? Nice yeah. Yeah, I, I'll okay. tell you what. And I said something. I, I uh, when I met the boyfriend, I'm like, "Why are you in this picture right now?" Well, we'll, 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 well, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get yeah. into it a little bit more later on. But that's breaking news. Uh, Wanted to pass that along. Okay, all right. Stupid Someone's question. holding a card. I have a fifty dollars American <laughs> Express gift card to give away, and you'll be qualified for a three hundred dollars American Express gift card. Casey, this question's for you. Although Ooh. I don't want you to answer it out loud. Okay, but you just went to Paris. I did the Arc de Triomphe. Mm-hmm. What? Wow! I'm really hitting the accent. All right. <laughs> That's what good. memorial lies directly underneath it? I got it. All right, two one five two six three WMMR, the Arc de Triomphe, Kathy on the Champs Elysees. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> You've been there too, Preston. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. yes, I tried to run around, tried to run across traffic there. Dish. Very good, Casey. You got it correct. All right, two one five two six three WMMR. What There's memorial <laughs> lies directly? <laughs> that was very peewee. Yeah. <laughs> Preston, I had to interview a girl from Cuba the other day, and her name was very. Cuban, and I had to say it, and, and I was asking her how to pronounce it, and she was telling me, and I'm like, okay, why well, can't be like Mayara Pinero, like <laughs> right, right, right. You have so to I use the, the dialect. All right, so birthdays today. While we're waiting for your call, it is Thursday, November fifteenth. It is Chad Kroger's birthday today. Uh, uh, Robin Lee was on for Pierre yesterday and had a, a nickel a Nickelback uh, workforce blog, uh, and they do have a lot of hit songs. Obviously, breath makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> And they've made a ton of money. So uh, Chad Kroger's forty four today. I like I like him. I like the band. And we had listen. Am I do I put on Nickelback? No, I do not. But after meeting the guys and the whole thing, yeah, totally yeah. fine with them. Yeah, uh, he's forty four. Uh, Shailene Woodley, the actress from the Descendants and Divergent, Detergent and Detergent. Uh, uh, she's twenty seven. She just had that movie out where she's with her boyfriend in the boat and they get stranded at a sea. Drift, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Did I you wanted watch to it? see it. No, I, I hear it's pretty good. Was I, she in the Fault in Our Stars as well? Yes. Was that her? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. It looked too depressing for me. It's so, not a party movie. Yeah. Uh, Beverly, ain't no 16 Candles. Beverly D'Angelo. Oh. Uh, yeah, you had a thing for her? Well, some of the first boobs I ever saw were hers <laughs> from, like, vacation. Vacation? And, yeah, yeah uh, European vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes all the way back to movies like Hair. Hair, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And she's great as Patsy Cline and Coal Miner's daughter. Yep, she's... Uh, she got beautiful boobies. Exactly. Okay. She's 67 today. <laughs> Sam Waterston, uh, Law and Order. Love him. And The Killing Fields. If he had just done one thing in his career, he'd be a legend to me, Preston, but uh, that would be the SNL skit about robots stealing, stealing <laughs> senior citizens' dr- uh, pharmaceuticals. It's hilarious. Hilarious. He's 78 today. Actor uh, yeah. uh, Yafet Koto, and you know him. He was in the movie Alien. He yep. was also in uh, Midnight Run. He plays the, uh, the agent, uh, Alonzo Mosley. He's also the villain in Live and Let Die. And Homicide, Life on the Street. He was on that as well. He's 79 today. And then the last birthday, the great Ed Asner. Wow. Lou Grant himself. Mary, Mary Tyler Moore show. And, of course, is Santa Claus in Elf, who we'll be seeing very, very soon. And Up. And Up. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, he is 89 years old today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, the Arc de Triomphe, what memorial lies beneath that? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Bethany. Hi there, Bethany. Hi. 
Hey, Bethany, what uh, memorial lies directly under the Arc de Triomphe? It is the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, yes. Uh, One moment. For Bethany, we give a $50 American Express gift card, and uh, she's qualified for a $300 American Express gift card as well. So you can catch Last Man Standing. That's who set us up with that. Five days a week at 1 and one thirty only on 69 WFMZ It'll look over there. TV. All right, so I got some stories for you. We'll start with Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. Uh, they're on the same page in Love and Life. <laughs> The new pair shared the same message on social media, calling attention to one of the victims of the devastating fires ravaging California. Uh, The post is dedicated to a guy named William Thatch. He is a children's book author who also tutored Schwarzenegger and her three siblings. In a lengthy post, uh, Schwarzenegger explains that that, uh, that the man lost his lovingly hand-built home and 3,000 copies of his velvet-covered children's book called The Girl Who Saved Christmas. Wow. Uh, she shared a GoFundMe page writing, We are excited for the day Will is able to rebuild his home where we can all go and visit and create new memories here uh, there with him. This is the one I was talking about yesterday where people were giving them crap. For posting this about was the it? Yeah, yeah. This, and so this oh. is Pratt, Pratt, Pratt uh, is Chris Pratt's Instagram handle, and he he reposted her post. Okay, and um, people were giving them a hard time because they were there uh, posting these things on social media in support of their friend. Come on, I know they're just trying to help their friend. My out. guess is, and as we uh, listen, I cannot believe that they're not going to help him out financially, but they're just asking for other people to help if they can, if they're fans of his book and so on and so forth. Yeah, the picture that we see here, which is one that made the rounds uh, on a lot of. Uh, a website says a firefighter standing basically in front of a mountain on fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this post marks the first time that Pratt has mentioned Schwarzenegger on <laughs> social <laughs> That's going to be every time I say the name, right? <laughs> of course, yeah. On social media. Pratt and Schwarzenegger <laughs> have reportedly been inseparable since falling in love, and their relationship has uh, received the full blessing from both of their families. They've been photographed multiple times on family outings and at church together. I just saw a, a picture of them. Actually, they, uh, they'd they gone on a, I guess, like a brunch date, and Schwarzenegger was there with uh, whoever he's with. Okay. So they're doing well. Uh, one of the most widely despised bachelors in history, Ari Leyendike Jr. Yes. Has uh, shared the news that he and fiance Lauren Burnham are expecting a child together. So this is the one that uh, proposed... And then changed it immediately. Oh, and then they, remember, we played the the audio of him walking around the house trying to explain why he changed his mind. Yeah. So he had famously asked Becca Cuffrin to marry him. I love you, before <laughs> Becca. I love you so much. <laughs> before realizing that Burnham was the one he actually did. I say Becca, I meant Burnham. <laughs> the one he actually loved. One of the ones with the B. Uh, after dumping uh, Becca Cuffrin on national television, he proposed. Gherkin, I love you. Who's <laughs> <laughs> boy? Becca Cuffrin. Becca, we love you. Becca Cuffrin. I love you, Becca. Becca. Becca Cuffrin. Fire. <laughs> Uh, he proposed to Burnham on uh, after the final rose in March. The so, bank of uh, so they uh, they have a baby on the way. Uh, Burnham told I love the baby. Uh, Burnham told Us Weekly, "I kind of had a feeling that I might be pregnant, so my friend insisted on bringing a pregnancy test over." Ari came out with the test in his hand and I tears bet in this his eyes. Happened because of my penis and t- tears in his eyes. 
And he was like, you're pregnant. Uh, Burnham posted on Instagram, our greatest adventure begins June 2019, adding a baby emoji to it. Uh, Leyendijk wrote, nothing compares, absolutely nothing compares to the moment you find out that you're going to be a dad. We cried, we laughed, and it was really, it really was such a special moment for us. We're so freaking happy. We're said. so freaking happy. Yeah, so. I'd be so happy when my baby comes out of her butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's not uh, where it comes out of. What? No, no. How does it work? Remember where your thing went? Uh, to make the baby? Yeah, that's going to be stretched out for a long oh. time now. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now he gets it. Wow. Right. <laughs> Just when I think. Nope. <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> the guy is dumber than dirt. Uh, well, they all feel yeah. that way. Lion Dyke and Burnham are set to marry in Hawaii. On uh, January twelfth. So, do you think I want to stay local? <laughs> yeah. Do you think they'll do? They'll have, they'll film that and make a big of thing. Course, of course, course. It's, a it's, course. it's an actual yeah. wedding, and that's all going to be paid for, right? So, yeah, it continues. Uh, you saw the, by the way. I, do you have it? I don't know. Maybe you have it in the uh, in the entertainment report. But they, uh, the the bachelor house was in the line of the fire. No, I didn't see that. Uh, it, it skirted having uh, any issues with the fire. But they, uh, I think ABC and the owner of the house hired a like a top level security team to protect the house right. because it's become a bit of a landmark because bachelor fans come by it all the time. My cousin Tyler uh, posted a video uh, online yesterday. It was on Facebook, and and he's standing here. He's going. He's pointing down to the bottom of the hill. He's like, okay, so we live right there yeah and it's probably three four hundred yards away he's like we live right down there and then he turns the camera around and everything is just burnt scorched earth and it came that close to their house did you see the shot of the highway with the fire right up to the side of the highway no i didn't see that it's crazy when the when you hear about the fire jumping a highway yes right you figure okay you've got a whole bunch of lanes of traffic, maybe six right, lanes right. of traffic. We're good. That's where the fire's going to stop. When you have 60-mile-an-hour, like, Santa Ana winds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it just all takes a couple embers to get yeah. a house to blow across the road, and there you go. All right, so uh, if you always pictured a royal life as some sort of Disney cartoon fantasy, Prince Charles feels you as the royal approaches his 70th birthday, which was yesterday, by the I way. I feel you, home slice. It's... <laughs> It has been revealed that Charles, a la Cinderella and Snow White, enjoys enjoys inviting wee woodland creatures into his home. Uh Uh, Per a new feature in Country Life, the prince has become besotted with the red squirrels that scamper about his Scotland property. They're delicious. Uh, No, 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 no. No, No. don't eat them. He has put a tongue depressor up their buttocks and cooked them (laughs) over an open flame. He has named several of them and allows them into his house to frolic. Uh, he is com- now Prince William said he is completely infatuated by the red squirrels that live around the uh, Burke Hall estate in Scotland. He said to the extent that he's given them names and is allowing them into the house. All right, he sounds like he's going a little bit crazy. It, it, it's it's ju- there's a little bit of a disconnect right? happening. So Charles says they come into the house at Burke Hall and we have get- you met my dragon and uh, we get them chasing each other round and round inside. He yeah, said, what's going on here? He said if I sit there quietly. They will do so around me. You're insane. He said, uh, sometimes when I leave my jackets on the chair with nuts in the pockets, I see them with their tails sticking out as they hunt for nuts. 
He said they were incredibly special creatures. I oh. encountered somebody uh, here in Pennsylvania one time who had never seen a squirrel before. What? And, and she, yeah, I don't know where she where she grew up. It was obviously not in this area. Yeah, and it was like Steve. She had seen a unicorn. It was her reaction. <laughs> Was so priceless, and she found them to be the most adorable creatures they, on the planet. They are adorable. If they, yeah. Now, if you get one that's uh, off the deep end, yeah. uh, they can be a little a little frightening, yeah. especially oh, yeah. if they appear to be rabid. But otherwise, I do think they're adorable. I lo- have you. You guys have seen black squirrels, right? Yes. yes. I love them. And if you go to like the Princeton area. They they're in abundance out there. They're yeah. always the craziest though. They're yeah. always the one like doing the tarantella and all that stuff. <laughs> they're, they're, you know where I've seen them at Aronimic Golf Course. Yeah, they yeah, have blind squirrels and they, they they have these little pockets where you'll see them and it's like and you're you're so not used to seeing them that it's right. like, whoa was that a squirrel? Yeah, they're pretty awesome. I agree. Squirrel. But, but uh, Charles likes the red uh, <laughs> squirrels crazy. on his property. I and like the red squirrels. Feeds them they're nuts. Fun to play. With. <laughs> Uh, Zoe Kravitz yes. dropped by Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen Tuesday, managing uh, to clear up rumors about her makeout session with singer Lily Allen and throw some epic shade at the same time. She oh. was able to do all that and still throw epic shade. Mm-hmm. Wow. The British singer wrote in her 2018 book, My Thoughts Exactly, that the pair smooched in 2014. But when a caller asked the 29-year-old Fantastic Beasts star about it, she nonchalantly replied, who's Lily Allen? Oh, oh! no. She didn't. Burn. She did. Uh, crap- she did. Uh, Kravitz continued, if by kissing she means attacking, then yes, she kissed me. She attacked me. It was portrayed in the book like I wanted it, she said. So is uh, so is Lily Allen, uh, does, is she bi? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, in the book, Allen wrote that they shared a kiss after a night of partying. When right. Cohen asked her, Kravitz, uh, asked her if Kravitz read the book, she issued yet another blistering retort saying, I don't think anybody read the book. Damn. Ooh. Oh, no. Step uh, back. So, Fantastic Beasts Crimes at Grindelwald opens in theaters tomorrow, okay. by the way. So, it's going to be What's uh, any events? Uh, no, but I'm excited to see it. I, I haven't checked Rotten Tomatoes or anything like that, but it really starts getting back into Harry Potter world, where Fantastic Beasts, the first one, was pretty much a standalone story. This one's got Dumbledore and um, okay. all sorts of characters that you know if you were a Harry Potter fan. Uh, Channing Tatum confirmed reports that he and singer Jesse J are an item by posting a shot of her performing at a concert in London. He wrote, this woman just poured her heart out on stage at the Royal Albert Hall. Whoever was there got to witness something special. Wow. But hang on, there's a plot twist. The pouring the heart out thing may have been in reference to her revelation that she can't have children. Oh, man. At the London show, the 30-year-old told concert goers, I was told four years ago that I can't ever have children. Ahead of performing uh, her song, Four Letter Words, she said, I wanted to write a song for myself in my moment of pain and sadness, but also to give myself joy, to give other people something that they can listen to in the moment when it gets really hard. So if you've ever experienced anything with this or have seen somebody else go through it or have lost a child, then please know that you're not alone in your pain. And I'm thinking of you when I sing this song. Uh, Tatum, by the way, split from his wife, Jenna, in April. They were together for nearly a decade and share a five-year-old daughter named Everly. Uh, Duana's also moved on. She is now dating Tony winner uh, Steve Kazee or Kazium. I'm, I'm sure. fairly certain I like Jesse J. I just can't think of any songs. Off I like the top her. Of my head. Yeah, I can. I can hear her voice in my head. I think she, she sang- did. She did bang bang with her and uh, bang bang. Da, 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 da. Yeah, That's it? she's okay. one. There's three. There's Nicki Minaj and her. And why do I know all this? And uh, oh, you, you have, have a daughter. daughter and Ariana Grande. Yes, okay. are on that song. And she said she had a song called Domino a few years back. There, all right, so here's what I'm hearing in my head. Da, na, 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 na. 
right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's like, uh, darling, hold dip- my hand. Is that know. a different song? <laughs> Oh, is Darling, hold my hand. Is that's not Jesse J. That's not J. Jesse J. Who no, that? That is uh, a lady whose name I will think of in a minute. Is okay. that? That's yes. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. So you know, Darling, hold my hand. That's it. Okay. Uh, I have other stories. Uh, Steve, this is for you. Rob Kardashian has filed court documents in a bid to pay less child support to Black China. We covered that. Yes, yes. But it seems his final, his financial picture has become so clouded, he's had to sell his Arthur George sock line. Oh, no. 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 To his mom, Kris Jenner. That's his his world socks. Uh, He wrote... Wait, uh, what? He wrote in documents uh, that were obtained by the blast. When the business was struggling, my mother infused it with capital to keep it afloat. And from her infusion, gained a 50% share in the company. So here's what they did. They found this. So everybody has their things. And for Rob Kardashian, an obvious business genius, they gave him the sock thing. So he used to go around. There'd be like the sock line would premiere at Macy's or whatever. And he'd be there. This is He was down about 150 pounds. And, uh, and so I guess... That's just kind of been lingering in the back. Listen, they, they they try to infuse him into this whole thing for a, you know a long time. They're trying to figure. out. I told you, I, I've only seen like a one and a half episodes of the entire run of that show, and one of them they were like, "Oh, you're going to be a chainsaw wood carver. Yeah, that's going to be your hobby. You know, they're just like trying to figure well, out what to do with them. In a, as we said before, in in a house of talentless. Yes. Personality-less but people. He's the worst. Well, he's the worst, but he also has, like, nothing to offer because he's not sexy either. You right. know what I mean? Like, all of these girls have, like, no talent. Do we have that the But they are sexy. From uh, Rob in China. Yeah, let me look for it's it. It's so horrible. By the way, Jess Glenn saying, hold my hand, Casey. Oh, that, that was so a song in your hands. That's another Jess. <laughs> yeah, okay. How does Jess, that go again, Preston? Jess, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, right. <laughs> uh, what well, is her name again? Rob and China. China. There it is. C-H-Y. Right, which one do we want? Them talking about Baby Dream arrives, Big Happy Family, uh, buy a home. Getting some booty. Playing for booty. Playing for right. booty. There it is. Oh, yes. Why are you getting shy? I'm not. Like, did you say why y'all get why shy? You get shy? Why, you get shy? why you get shy? Why you okay. get shy? Why you get shy? Hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Oh, okay. Why are you getting shy? I'm not. I'm not getting shy. So I'm going to stay over and get some booty. Like you can't even, you can't even work up enough energy to talk. You can't bring in the music. I'm too tired to put my lips together. I got a fat jaw. I just have Your Casey has one of those lip spreaders. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Close up on Casey with the camera, please. Uh, Say, I want some booty. Yeah. I want some booty. Why y'all got so that way? Yeah. Look yeah. over here, Casey, at that camera over there. Yeah, that's a booty. <laughs> You are still more eloquent than he is. Yes, you are. How yeah. do these idiots make money? Oh, my 
my well, God, well, who knows? That's the great question it's of all time. Still, it remains to be well, seen. I mean, that, and, and, to... and that and where the where does the universe end? The other ones have like, right. The <laughs> other ones have the double murder. Like, the, the, the other ones have products, though. You know, like the, the, the I, as much as I loathe and, and despise the Kardashians well, and his, the Jenners, at least they're selling some his stuff. His product was supposed to be the socks, right? So that now, was the arrangement. But, so now <laughs> he has all the he, like, Preston. Yesterday, we were talking about child support and whatever. Where does his income from come the family? From? From the, I'm sure oh. he's part of some sort of trust or something. Yeah, yeah, of course. And his chainsaw art. His chainsaw oh, art, which goes dramatically. Oh, he does chainsaw renderings of socks. Clearly, I've dismissed you. Have to, all right, so Kylie, art. if you recall. What's that wooden sock on your front lawn? <laughs> That's a Kardashian. Yeah. Kylie, if you recall, is a billionaire, right? So, yeah. So there is, I mean, it's not like he doesn't make any money. If she's making a billion dollars, yeah. then yeah. he's got to be somewhere in the, you know. You're a billionaire. Tell him to stay over and get some booty. <laughs> and then the bass drops right yeah. after that. Notice. Get some booty. Walk in. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> All right, I, I got to move on. I, I have some other stuff here. Move on. And we don't have much time. All right, so I love this. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes, Negan. Love, yes, Negan, Negan from Walking Dead and the comedian from uh, Watchmen, of course, slammed Army Hammer's response to celebrity reactions <laughs> to the death of Stan Lee. Yeah. Hammer, yeah, listen to this. So Hammer criticized the stars who chose to post selfies with the late Marvel Comics guru after he died Monday at 95. And so... <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan responded to this. He said, looks like you found a way to use others' ways of mourning and their memories to draw some attention to yourself. And then he wrote, you sound like a real asshat. No! <laughs> <laughs> right. Boom! Roasted! Just, and that's it. Yeah. Just uh, plain and simple right then and there. Uh, let me see. How about this, Steve? Uh, actress Catherine McGregor. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played the villain Harriet Olsen on Little House on the Prairie. She passed away. She, oh no! Yeah, she wasn't. Um, she wasn't. Uh, who is the, the the daughter Olsen? Um, Melissa Gilbert? No, 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 no. Uh, the, the Olsons were the were the the, the snooty. Uh, yes, oh, yes, yeah, the, right. the persnickety one. What was her name? I um, forget. Nels? N- Nellie Olsen. Nell- yes. yeah. Yeah. Nellie was the daughter. So uh, Harriet Olsen was the mom. Uh, and she passed away. She was 93 years old. In her later years, she lived in the Motion Picture Fund long-term nursing care facility in Woodland Hills, California, where she, she did passed a away. ton of character work. <clears throat> yeah. And our former co-stars paid tribute on social media. Melissa Gilbert uh, wrote that she taught me so much about acting, about vintage jewelry, and about life. As See well. Army Hammer posting that to post about people's... <laughs> posting selfies with the, with her, Preston, from no. the House of the Prairie. Uh, he won't let it go, man. I did hate her, though. Yes, she was I, effective. I, the Olsons were horrible. Yeah, I, I hated that Nelly, whole family. I wanted to choke her. But you know what? It, it, later on in the show, she went away, and then she came back, and Laura actually became friends, and she had changed well, her you, ways. They got the last laugh because when they blew up the town, they yeah. forgot to tell her to leave. Oh, <laughs> really? All right, one last story. I can't believe it, but MTV Spring Break is returning <laughs> March 19th through the 21st. It was so, a moment. An MTV Spring Break moment. Oh, was that that that's was one of the little clips they played? Yeah, that's right. Here's a question. Yeah, with these current sensibilities and in this day and age, how are you going to get away with spring break the way we remember spring break? I bet it'll be just the same. You think so? Yeah, mm-hmm. with all the the dancing bikini clad women and guys in in uh, you know banana suggestive hammocks. contests yeah. and all that. Yep, yep. 
Uh, it will be at the Grand Oasis Hotel in Cancun yeah. with musical performances and celebrity guests. I Dude, stayed at that one. That hotel has like a quarter of a mile long pool. Yeah. It's awesome. That's where wow. I stayed. Uh, for the first time, MTV will also host alternative spring break events for young activists. Uh, MTV also recently announced <laughs> the purchase of Snow Globe Music Festival, extending its push into live events. So, so they're having young activists spring break? I guess that's a, that's a, an alternative uh, spring break event for young activists, yes. So they're, they're trying to head back to their heyday uh, and and relive the glory of the you know the late eighties early nineties and doing that stuff again. I used to watch MTV all the time. Yep, and uh, I, I've, Preston, I can say I have not been on MTV. I don't even know where it is. Couldn't even tell you what number it is. Yep. For the last award show, whatever the last award show, I was compelled to watch because of this show. That was it. Yep. All right, uh, we got to get to the clips. Okay, man, it's already ten after. We gotta roll. All right, oh, uh, mystery clips. No, I have them. Okay, unless you want to play. No, let's get. We got to get to it. Okay, we got to hurry. Sorry, Come mystery. on, man. There we go. All right, so I feel bad. Explores the funny aspects of everyday life, from taking care of your kids to talking to coworkers. And here, actor James Buckley uh, talks about Sarayu Rao's relationship with her coworkers. I don't Wait, know what? James She's Buckley, the main lead. James Buckley talks about Sarayu Rao's R A O's. Relationship with their co I don't have those. Okay. I, I, all right, so I, I here, here guys. Just play it. All right, here play we go. This one. Well, I knew that it was like in the world. Well, that, this is James Buckley. <laughs> no. But the the sides were fake. So there was a lot of things that I kind of had to put together to figure it out, um, which <laughs> I did very quickly because I'm a stalker. Shut the f that's that's not the clip at all. No. I think it is because in a way, she the things that she would have to put together as a person to observe this other person and the way she interacts with the people that she. Well, with. this is a completely different show. Right. The only reason I played this one is because the other one is definitely the right one. Okay. Uh, this one was Kaylee Bryant talking about legacies, whatever the hell that is. No, there you go. All right, <laughs> next clip. <laughs> this one's right. This, all the news you need. Marissa's gone 20 minutes. Look yeah, what happened. Yeah. All right, so, so, <laughs> Station 19 star uh, Jaina Lee Ortiz uh, agreed to be on the show without knowing everything about it, only that Shonda Rhimes wanted her uh, for a spinoff. And here, uh, Jaina describes the moment that she got the call. Here we go. My husband, who's a writer for The Gifted on Fox, he's all up on Deadline and Variety. He knows everything that's going on. And he freaked out because i had them on speaker and he knew how big of a deal that was and so i started freaking out i mean as soon as they said oh shonda rhymes wants you i didn't even let them finish the sentence just yes where do you want me when i don't <laughs> give a f- a uh, new episode of Station 19 is Night 9 on ABC. God, man, that's a great show there you I, go. I think that i don't really know what it is i saw i saw a a, a clip uh, a teaser for a show that was having their final episode <laughs> that I've never heard of. The series finale? <laughs> series finale and, you know, five seasons, whatever it was. I, first time I've You've ever heard of it. You've been with us through it all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I couldn't even tell you what it was. All right. Uh, that's the Entertainment Roundup. we got to take a break. Come back in a second. Great American Smokeout is happening today. Uh, we got to talk to Dr. Rosenberg, who is going to be hosting that and hypnotizing people, giving up smokes for good. Uh, today on the show. And we'll have actor Danny Roebuck here in our studio tell you more about him. Gotchel's uh, turkey bacon is here. Lots of stuff to give away. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents
presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2019. Twelve magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. Official release party is this Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Be first with a free copy of the calendar. Hang with the morning show and meet the girls of Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2019. Details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 11 days till the camp out for hunger. Wow. Wow. One day till the calendar release party. Oh, that yeah. is, yeah. So, oh yeah, remember that thing? Yeah, remember that, that Kathy. Night? That's um, oh, yeah. that's tomorrow night. Well, it's, and and tomorrow in studio is going to be a crazy day too because they all come here. We, yeah. we re- reveal who's in it and the cover and all that. The yeah. most legendary webcam of all year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that is tomorrow night. Uh, Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Philly, you are cordially invited to join us. We'll get the signing stuff started. As close to seven o'clock as we can. Things always kind of you know change as uh, as we get prepped for that. But uh, the calendars are free, one per person. Please come out to Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia, seven till ten p.m. We'd love to meet you. You can meet all of the ladies. Get the the. Uh, the autograph, the uh, uh, signatures. If you just want to get the calendar and take off, that's cool that's too. It. No problem. Uh, but whatever, we want you to stop by. And this is, um, it's one of the things that we put together for you uh, to say thanks. So, uh, and then the camp out for hunger. Eleven days. Uh, we're going to be there. Thing. Uh, that little thing. And <laughs> and keep in mind, if you come out, we're going to have our privileged section, which this year is going to be sponsored by Ashley Home Stores. You could end up being chosen randomly out of the. Uh, uh, we just we pick somebody. So well, if you if you have a visual thing, yes, make sure that you uh, whatever that may be, you know, a sign, a costume, whatever. Uh, you got to stand out to us, and we might pick you to sit in the privilege section and get some prizes and a massage and all that stuff. And it's just a. It's just a thing we do. It is. Look, yeah. so we tr- listen, we spent a, 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 like an, a couple of hours yesterday with just one segment. Of the camp out for hunger, so there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. And keep in mind, on Monday, the Flyers have graciously allowed us to take over their ice for an hour for an open skate. This blew my mind because yeah. I, I, you know we were talking, Nick, and you know you ask, and you know the answer is no if you don't ask. We've we wanted to do it for yeah. a while, but we've always they're very protective and understandably so of the sure. ice, and that that's where they make their money. It's an important thing. It's like the grass at Citizens Bank and uh, Field and. Um, so when they said yes this year, I was really, um, uh, come again? grateful, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what was that? But you do have to bring your own skates and you do have to make a donation. Yeah. So that's going to be on Monday. And, uh, if, if you come down and you're one of the first hundred people to get the, uh, the wristbands that we're going to hand out, if you have your own skates, we'll allow you to, uh, to go over and skate. And I want to thank, I got an offer from these guys. It was, uh, who is this that got in touch with me? Uh, they were <laughs> from. Well, it says it says Vale. I guess that's maybe their first name. Never met somebody named Vale before. We are Vale. Uh, they run an ice rink in Wilmington uh, called the Skating Club of Wilmington. And if we want ice skates, I know you have your own. Really, they'll bring by skates for us. Which awesome. Is cool. So what? I won't do it. I, I mean, I know this is an amazing opportunity, but my feet just can't handle it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm sorry I, to hear and that, I have man. my own skates. I, I try to do anything and everything to make it more comfortable. I can't. I can. I can maybe get one lap. Around okay. the ice. Before. Yeah, you've had, you've had a history of foot problems. You want to so. sit on a sled and I'll pull you around? 
do that. Good, I, I would do that in a heartbeat because I can't skate. Listen, I, I've been pulled by a Zamboni on the okay, uh, right. yeah, yeah, probably, ass. Probably be under one. Uh, but uh, we do have to get our skates from Marissa so she can reenact her winter classic oh my God, face plan. Right. Explain, explain what happened because so, it's one of our classic pieces of video. During the winter classic when it used to be the real winter yeah. classic thing when they were playing the Rangers here uh, at uh, the link. Um, the ballpark. I was at the ballpark. Yeah, You're yeah. Right. I'm sorry. So it was uh, it was the day before. I think they had they had an open skate, and uh, or, or for some people. And Marissa, while she was skating, there was a TV crew doing a live shot, yeah. mm-hmm. and Marissa trips and falls, and there's a frozen screen cap of her completely hovered in air all the way <laughs> vertical. Yeah, before yep. she smacked on the ice. And it's one of Casey's favorite pictures to post, and every year he posts, never forget. <laughs> At <laughs> least once a year, just a reminder, because it always shows up in my in my memories somewhere, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, i got to repost this, never forget. And Monday night, we haven't even announced this yet, we are indeed going to do Comedy Night, yes. and it will be at Xfinity Live, it'll be in the Victory Beer Hall, we've done it the last couple of years there, and it will be featuring our dear good friend, Dave Attell, wow. that is so awesome. Dave, Dave was Attell? adamant about doing this. It will be hosted by Rich Voss. Yes. And we have other names that are coming. We can't release them just yet, but we do have uh, somebody who's going to be wrapping up the show, which is pretty damn cool. Who's another freaking funny guy. Absolutely. Yeah. So, comedy night. All you need to do is donate food. Come down. Case, what time are we going to do that show? So please get there before, uh, like, get there around 8 o'clock because the show is going to start promptly at 830 at the latest. Uh, it's not a, this Monday, by the way. I Just for people who are. are I, it's Monday of the camp. Monday of the camp. So Monday, Monday, November 26th, inside the Victory Beer Hall, which is inside Xfinity Live. Again, all you have to do is just bring a food donation. Yep. All right? And and you're going to see one of the best comedians working today. you got to be at least 21 years of age. Yep. And before that, come and hang out in the tent because all the calendar girls are going to be there, too. All right? So we got a lot going on Monday. It was a big day. And then Friday, Preston, uh, I think this time around this year, they're finally just going to bury us in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they should. <laughs> Jesus. So listen, Marissa has posted information about all the things going on with uh, Camp Hopper Hunger. And of course, our our wedding is ramping up. We're, we're going to, uh, we're probably going to have 125 couples getting married at Camp Hopper Hunger in one shot. And Marissa told me this morning that a lot of people are doing this because they can't afford a real big wedding. Yeah. And so it's. That makes it even that much more special, I think. That's, yeah. And, that whole aspect, which yeah. I had not considered, is making this now extra wonderful. So rather than being at a Justice of the Peace by themselves yeah. and getting it done, they're going to be with a big group of people. They're going to get pictures. They're going to get cake. And thank you to... Confetti uh, Cannon. Thank you to uh, Kreeble's, uh Bakery for... They're going to be doing our, our cake. Oh, nice. Wow. Which we're going to do cupcakes, which is uh, really cool. And, um, yeah, we've got a lot of things that we're still working on. And... Can we mention the Steven Singer thing yet, or are we holding off on that? Um, I don't have all the details, but there there will be it's a done deal. There will be a, a prize involved, and how about the trip? Yeah, yeah. we don't have all. It's pretty much a done deal. Done deal. Pretty right. much a done deal. You guys so are going to get some great. Probably stuff. not Florida. <laughs> there was an upgrade. That's really good. Might be in a tropical location. So. There you go. We yes. hope to have that confirmed literally today. So All right. maybe it's even by the end of the show. The Ramada in the Painted Desert. We're well, very excited. Here's what we can say. 
We will have a honeymoon to give away. That is a done yes. deal. Yes, and okay. there's l- there, listen again. This all came to us last minute. Yeah. That's why we've been juggling a whole bunch of stuff. We were uh, we were offered uh, Ocean City, Maryland. Oh, oh my oh, god! So. Wow. But but now, but well, now this time year, yeah, yeah. that's lovely. Take, this time you'd have to take it in a three week. <laughs> yeah. Three um, weeks in February. Nick, should we say that we are looking for... Not yet. No, okay, hold off on that. Okay. I know what you're saying. We're still working on this yeah. stuff. We're yeah. still working on Do you on see stuff. how much of this is already completed? <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty much a done deal. It's, it's pretty much a done it's deal. It's going to be a beautiful wedding. And we're 11 days away. Okay. All right. Uh, we mentioned this earlier this morning, and we've got to talk a little bit more about it. NBC10 has released a news story. There will be a full-on press release or press conference later on today at 2 o'clock, but here is what sources are saying to NBC10, the New Jersey couple who became famous for raising money for a homeless man after he helped with their disabled car, as well as the homeless man himself, are facing charges for allegedly providing a false story in order to raise money for themselves. I um, This blew me away. Case, you said? My wife told me this months ago. That, that she believed uh, that, that this story didn't add up? She thought because... You know, and and I thought when when the boyfriend entered his name into the picture, because this all started with just her, uh, Kate, and and the homeless man, Bobbitt. Johnny, yeah. Um, and, and, on the side of the road. On the on side of the road. It was a, and it was a feel-good story. And then, you know, um, we had uh, had the man at the camp out for hunger. And when the boyfriend entered the picture, in my mind, I'm like, why the F are you here? You know, you, you have nothing to do with this. Why are you inserting yourself into this whole process? Well, it seemed as though it, he was doing all of the organized. Like, I, I'm talking about the, the legit, what was supposed to be legit. He seemed like he was organizing everything. She was me, kind of like. He made it to me. It, I felt like you are, you, you don't belong here. That yeah. you're tangential to it, mm-hmm. but but, not, but minimally. I, I got you. I, I, think, I think ultimately here, and again, we don't know what's going to be in this release, but from what Kathy's checking her sources, there seems to be a fair amount of weight and credibility to what we're hearing from this story. And then, so what my wife said to me a few months ago was, I think that all three of them are in on this together. And I was like, whoa. I'm like, that would make for a great dateline. Yeah, so I don't think they would have posted this if there wasn't some truth to it. Maybe, however it was, information got leaked to them. I don't think it would be out there. They wouldn't be putting this out there if there wasn't some truth to it. The press conference at 2 o'clock, we'll see what, you know, exactly what they say. But I think we, you know, like Casey said, we we kind of all had, like, our own stories, our own feelings about it. But um, when they came out to the camp out, uh, and I told you guys this months ago when this whole story story broke but i was talking to the to the boyfriend as well and i had asked him a question and he gave me an answer and then i turned and i asked her a question the same question and got a different answer from her there and i'm just in the back of my head i was like that was weird like you know, maybe you remember the question well yeah okay so so actually which one are you playing this scam i was like hey are you guys scamming the whole country or like you know what is this no so i had said i actually i, I talked to her first and i had said to her um does johnny bob and i said does he have a drug problem and she said no not that we know of and i thought to myself there's no way that is not that's not true and so i turned to him and i said does he have a drug problem he said oh yeah 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 we're working on it we're gonna get him help so I got two completely different answers about that, and I was, you know, kind of just whatever. It, it just was weird, and that was that. That was the end of it. Listen, I, I booked them last year to come to camp out. I, I personally feel betrayed by this. You know, mm-hmm. if this is the case, and, and I didn't, um, I'm not one of, I don't know. I, I, I feel like uh, th- that uh, I was directly lied to. And well, I, if you made a donation to this, uh, you know, where they raised nearly half a million dollars, I, I think you would feel the same way. Well, yeah. So, Nick, this story was already had already broken and was was in, uh, had hit national level uh, by the time that we, we had them on. Now, 
Here's the deal. I, you know me, Preston, and you, it's all the time. A story comes up, and I say, oh, I'm, I bet you they orchestrated this or so on and so forth. Yep. This one just had all the trappings of a feel-good, organic it did. A story. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Absolutely. If it is and, indeed the case, and I, I never even second-guessed. And it came at the right time. Around the holidays, it was in, it, it synergized with the campout in, in a way and, and the, the spirit of giving. So, yes, everyone wanted to hear this story. But you remember, they were on all the shows. Ellen. Again, we don't know yeah. conclusively what's coming out later on. Mm. But this is what the strong indicators are. Uh, and honestly, I, I, I pride myself on catching 99% of these. This is the one that I did not see coming no, at all. I don't think any of us really did. Um, and my mom is has been a drug and alcohol nurse my entire life. And she said to me, uh, there's no drug addict that was is going to give their last 20 bucks to somebody who's stranded on the side of the road. Right. And that was it. And it was just a throwaway comment. And I, we kind of laughed. Okay, good point. And that was it. And now she just texted me. She's like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody texted and said... Uh, uh, so, uh, Nick, we know you're in on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it. And it added this yeah. part. You have the cranium of an evil mastermind. <laughs> right. But would I go on air and admit it? Or would I throw you off the scent? Well, let, let us not forget that GoFundMe actually stepped up and did yeah. a pretty cool thing. They're, they're, now, now, but here's the deal. Well, does that yeah. place, does that place, that, that's... Now well, just I don't go. Think so. No, well, if if there's a case that he's everyone was in on it, then it was just a scam and GoFundMe. Then is, is they not. don't have to do it. But, but what do they do, do to the people who? I, when you donate, all right. So this brings up a number of questions. I'm sorry for back? the flood of questions. This is why we always say if if people send us GoFundMe things, we sort of vet them to the best of our abilities. But we we always say, and even on Twitter, if I re, we retweet some uh, retweet somebody's GoFundMe request. Do it at your own discretion because yeah, yeah. we – I know. In this case, what you were starting with, Kathy, the step-off point here, people have an encounter away from anybody else and we're taking it on good faith by their word that this is what happened. And so – and there's no reason not to – it wasn't outlandish. It wasn't like she was being attacked by a unicorn and he killed it with a shovel. <laughs> uh, so it, everything seemed viable. And, and But, I mean, so that's why you, you do have to approach these GoFundMe requests many times – with a cautious eye. The total amount raised uh, would have been $360,000 after the GoFundMe fees. Some people are asking why would he turn around and and try to sue them or, or you know, point the finger at them when he was in on it as well. Well, it's it's a it's a chess match at that point. You know, how, you well, know, I'm going to turn this in and, and there's no way that they're going to admit that we were all in on this criminal, act, you know, but then again. Yeah. Well. Apparently, well, that's I, what, I heard they so, may they may have turned themselves. Here's in. what know. could have happened. So they make the they make the initial thing. We don't know, and this is all speculation. But it's what every one of you is doing right now as you hear this story, so yeah, you know yeah. it. <laughs> uh, and and, um, and they may have gotten greedy with the money and did not parse it out as per an original agreement. Yeah. And so he doesn't know what to do. So he's like. I, you know, go talk to. Well, I don't know. By well, the way, so, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt, okay. but I, I think this got way bigger. If this yeah. is indeed totally. a scam, if mm-hmm. this is indeed a scam, it got way bigger than they had ever intended it to. And from the beginning, it was like, well, maybe we can make a couple grand if we do this. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And then it turns into big national half story. a million dollars. So like, and I don't then know. Hold on, let me just give scammers getting greedy. Right. Go ahead. Okay, right. yes. So yeah. the, the source that that this came from also said that that is exactly what happened. That the couple got greedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys believe ever, it? You ever read or see the movie, um, read the book or see the movie, A Simple Plan? Yes. it's it, Nick, that's the first thing that came to mind. So it, basically they, they win the lottery and they, they end up with all of this money and then greed and um, backstabbing starts to set in. And it's what can go wrong 
when a lot of money immediately enters the picture. And I was thinking about that. You know, when it gets out of control, when it gets to be hundreds of thousands of dollars, <laughs> you could see that this would. And you know, obviously, I'm in on it. Yeah, texture says. A texture says, "Hey, Nick, uh, just give you status update. Your new 2019 Mercedes SUV will be in on Saturday. Please bring the cash to pick it up. I hope it's in black. Yeah. That's what I asked. Um, I think also there was a um, the 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 boyfriend." I think maybe he did. He have like a gambling issue or something. That's, like that. that was something that came out. Listen, I I really I uh, I like I liked her. I liked I liked uh, Johnny. You yeah. know, Johnny, Johnny. So, uh, but um, I I did. Kathy, going well, that, to your earlier observation, yeah. So I did were, sense a dynamic that I thought was weird. Well, the, as far as the gambling, so um, there were pictures of him that were released uh, sitting at a table with a bunch of chips in front, like you know, like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of chips. Um, but apparently, this was some sort of tournament, and those chips were not uh, actual cash or, or you know, relate to money. I need to reset because a lot of confused people are just tuning yeah. in, and don't know what we're talking about. So uh, the um, Remember the couple, the the girl that ran out of gas, and the homeless man gave her some money to get some gas. Uh, so the latest is, hang on, Nick, where's the story? I just want to, oh, here it is. Yeah, so um, the latest is she and uh, her boyfriend and the homeless guy, so Johnny, it's it's Mark uh, D'Amico, Katie McClure, and Johnny Bobbitt are, the word is there's going to be a press release or a press conference later today that they are all three going to face charges Conspiracy, theft by deception, meaning that they were all they made up the story, they made this whole thing, uh, you know, happen, and and it got away from them, and so and this is as per as per an NBC ten website posting and source. Man, so it's like, man, they they just didn't. uh, I mean, if you're going to deceive somebody, and if this is the case, it's like. You can't go into it and go, okay, uh, all right, let's all sign a contract, guys, so yes. that whatever we, we just want to have this on paper. Right, whatever So we... when people, you know, when we need to bring our, when we if we ever get into a legal wrangling over our scam that we have legal recourse. Well, what I'm saying is, like, it, there was never, like, a, a definitive, okay, here's what's going to happen. Whatever we make, whether it be $10,000 or $100,000, we'll each get 33%, and then we'll all be happy with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know, like... Like you're, you know, when this is a nefarious operation, yeah, they, you can really come to. They, what do they say? There's no honor among thieves. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, so, yeah, they. I, I guess maybe they, they, they might have been hiding total amounts and trying to get more for themselves. I don't well, know. you remember what happened first? So they they go into court, and then there was supposed to be the accounting of how much was spent, and they they were given a, a, a finite amount of time to go back to the court and say how much was remaining, and they said there was still some remaining, and that proved out to, proved to be uh, untrue. And and so it, this this started to go in 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 dribs and drabs, but all that time I'm thinking, oh my God, they they put one over on 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 uh, John here, yeah. the the homeless guy, but never once was that you know a a three person uh, scam was that ever anything that entered my mind. You talked about uh, jail time. I at first I was like, nah, no way, like there'll be something else. But I don't know now mm. if this is the case that Maybe. all three of them were involved in it. Theft by deception. Well, that sure. Like a I mean, jailable offense a, to, me. to a mass from a mass amount of people. Grand yeah. larceny, maybe. And what do you do? And if anyone knows about the workings or anybody with a with a any sort of law perception, we're all pre med, so we're not able to see about this. <laughs> we can't, we're uh, uh, about about that, does GoFundMe? I assume they would keep records of donations made. Is there any way for people to recoup? I don't know. Money? Well, not if the money's not there. I know. I know. I wonder who donated the most. Yeah, Yeah, because, you know, some people were, I'm sure, removed to very grandiose. Donate thousands. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. I remember there is just people who scammed the balls on them. Just 
I don't understand how you can live with yourself, but or or, or deal with the the stress of having to cover your your bases all the time when you're mm-hmm. trying to pull a scam. But I remember a friend of mine told me about this. I didn't know this person directly, but uh, they knew someone who pulled a scam on an organization, got caught, admitted guilt. Okay, so they're yeah. going to go to jail. Yeah, and had had the balls to email all their friends and and ask them for handouts to help with their legal defense. Oh, stop it! Really. <laughs> You just ripped off this place, and you want me to give you money? You're asking for help above that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'll be right over with the help. <laughs> yeah, my check's yeah, on yeah, the way. Yeah. yeah, I'm taping I, it to a shovel. I saw a GoFundMe page set up, um, and it was a, a legit reason, but the uh, person who would have been receiving the money was uh, a recovering drug addict, uh-huh. and there was not one donation. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is probably as good a time as any to announce that we've set up a GoFundMe page because we were scammed. Yeah. <laughs> and we're sad. Could, and we're sad. You can set one up that just says, uh, I'm setting up a GoFundMe just because I want some free money. If you want to, if I would you, imagine. You I appreciate that honesty. You know what I mean? There's somebody that I'm friends with. might actually get some. That yeah. I'm friends with on Facebook, and she has, I would say, maybe 10 different GoFundMe accounts set up. Like, every time she has to do, she's like, hey, my dad's sick. I want to come home. Anybody who can help with my plane ticket. Um, hey, just lost my job. Uh, I'm waitressing, but can't afford my rent if anybody can chip in. Like, every time she needs money. And she does puts, it work? She puts up a GoFundMe page. You know, I don't know. I've never donated. Is she, is she okay, never mind. <laughs> is she hot is what you're yeah, asking. Yeah, I know. It's, well, she's kind of it doesn't sh- hurt. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Preston, I mean, listen, when times get lean for us, we slap up a few pictures of ourselves and the money starts pouring in. Yeah. Because we just instantly turn people on. Kathy's oh, trying to who is it? She's, so she is a he now. And that oh. was also part of uh, okay. he What wa- do you say? Wanted, <laughs> wanted money that is for- not true. <laughs> you lying money. bitch. For the transition and all of that, too. Get How do you do it? <laughs> How do you girls do it? Uh, here we go. If it makes, this is a text says, if it makes you guys feel any better, John the Virgin was, in fact, a real virgin. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Wouldn't it be wild if he ran a brothel? Remember well, we did that? Yeah. I don't think we ever questioned that. No, that was, no, when, no, we, when yeah. he showed us his books of car drawings, <laughs> we knew instantly that yeah. he is officially vetted. For those who may not know, we, we got a virgin laid. An adult virgin. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. You remember, right? He had a book of car drawings. I bought I these with me. Listen to that. <laughs> you listen to what? I, that, that whole um, segment. Did we run that in a best of not too long ago? I don't know. But I was editing it and listening to it. Yeah. And so I listened to it all over again. What a nice guy, but super awkward. Uh, you want to talk to a lawyer? Yeah. Please, please. Right, I'll go to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Sarah, what kind of a lawyer are you? Mostly criminal. Criminal lawyer. Okay. Some- criminal yeah. defense? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. So, what what do you think as far as what these what kind of charges these guys are going to face, and, and what the what we already know the charges they may be facing, but what kind of um, of a sentence might come down if they are found guilty of that? It really depends on whether either of them has a prior record. Okay. Uh, so, if you have a prior record, especially in Pennsylvania, which is the only state that I have a bar license in, in Pennsylvania, any ramifications sentence-wise would come from a combination of how serious the offense is and how serious the prior record is. Okay. So a person with no prior record, and again, I'm talking about Pennsylvania. In New Jersey, it could be different. Okay. uh, But you would possibly qualify for a pretrial diversionary program 
uh, first offenders program is one of the ways that we refer to that in Pennsylvania, at least. So they could qualify for something like that. So meaning what? What's that? Meaning what? No jail time? Meaning no jail time unless they violate their probation. And if they, and again, all depends on whether they have clean histories and whether the prosecutor's office is willing to even entertain this possibility, they could then have the charges expunged if they pay back restitution, which sounds like they'd never be able to do, unfortunately. Uh, it's kind but, of a thing where, like, uh, like if it's a first-time offense, they kind of ask for leniency from the judge, right, Sarah? Similar, similar to that. Uh, but there are some <coughs> more formal programs, uh, apart from just right. throwing yourself on the mercy of the court. Right, so right, right. They, the uh, other part of this is that it, it, they, they are exposed to a lot of civil liability. Okay. Uh, where yeah. that could be a, that could probably come into federal court with a, uh, class action. Okay, that's I what I was wondering. A class would, action from all, the, yeah, how, and exactly. How would you discern the participants in that class action suit? And I assume that would revolve around or at least end up at GoFundMe's door because they would have the records of the donations made, correct? Correct. They'd be looking for those records from GoFundMe. All right. Uh, So will they all um, face equal charges or because clearly, uh, at least in my uh, opinion, there had to be a mastermind. Right, somebody behind well, this. Well, Nick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say it on air, man. Yeah. But there had to be a mastermind, and then and then two accomplices, because there's no way that all three of these people came up with it on their own. I'd be interested to see um, if they knew each other prior, how yeah. they met, yep. was he actually homeless? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and right. find out those details. You know, with our luck, they, they all met at the cardboard classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Yes. laughs> Seriously. All right, Sarah. Thanks for the details. We appreciate it. Definitely, you guys rock. Thank Woo! you. See you later. It really seems like uh, law enforcement has taken their time with this case and has built. I mean, because you know the the impounding of his car happened what two or three months ago. Yeah, and, and I think that at this point, and again, this is just speculation because we don't know, but that they've built a case against these three, and uh, the S is about to hit the fan. Well, today at 2 o'clock is when that comes out. Uh, the information will be coming out. But I agree with you, Kathy. I, I find that local news actually takes a lot more time to bet these things and, and, and find out, you know, what, what's up and what's correct and what's not. So uh, I, I tend to believe this is probably what we're going to hear later on. I texted uh, Keith Jones uh, over at NBC10 because he was uh, talking about the story earlier today. So um, You want to come clean? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Why don't you text her? See if she responds. I, well, okay. Uh, Okay, I mean, I texted, I texted yeah. Kate um, two months ago. Um, you and guys dating now? We're not dating, no. Um, and uh, all Just lay is, low. This isn't on air, right? <laughs> no. this is, that was your text? Yeah. Just lay low. Just lay low. <laughs> Don't say anything. I got two tickets to Aruba. Uh, no extradition. One word, Philly, Philly. Yeah, by the way, Nick is going to take the uh, uh, the honeymoon trip that we have to yeah. get away for the wedding. And getting out, he's getting out of Dodge. I hear extradition from Brazil is pretty hard this time of year. But it's have even you, harder for two people. You know, we talk That's about the scams. Line. We talk about these uh, these things. And, and, and you're right. The... the in- the the miserable, horrible people that take advantage of the goodwill and good nature of people. Uh, but I, I'm always amazed also at what people will fall for. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, that's true. I uh, Honestly, I hope it's not true. I hope this story is not true. Uh, but, it, you know, it's more <laughs> looking more than likely that it probably is. But, uh, so man. This, I mean, if it is true, do you think what will come first, the 
Dateline story or the or the movie? You're pushing for Dateline. I, 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 I love yeah. that. I love that. Well, you see, want Keith Morrison? Well, usually Dateline is they more like... They all went to the camp out for hunger, <laughs> and everyone seemed to enjoy their company. But there was something that bothered Kathy Romano, <laughs> a suspicious young lass who was known to distrust anyone she met. She turned to the one guy and asked him a question, and the girl's answer didn't match up. That's when she knew the jig was up. If they did do Dateline, they would totally grab footage of the Camp Out for Hunger. They would, not only that, they would give us our own sitcoms. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, all right. So they, they might actually, dude, my, Nick might be featured right? on Dateline. Well, it's part of the deal. Part of the, yes. But yeah. in the background, a shady presence with a huge head. <laughs> Virtually incapable of wearing any fitting baseball cap. <laughs> I almost got away with it. All right. Well, anyhow, we'll find out uh, a little bit later on in the day some of the details uh, <laughs> the uh, press conference at 2 o'clock. Wow. Somebody's saying, so is there an opening on the show? That, yeah. <laughs> Tune in at 2. Okay. Uh, I would like to give away a six-pack of coupons, good for six, full-size packages of God Shawl's Turkey Bacon at your local grocery store. They are stopping Not by. A, yeah. <laughs> stopping by this morning, and uh, they are providing food for our guests uh, and us. So we'll take call number eight at 215-263-WMMR and all of today's menu items are prepared and provided by the chefs who are participating in the Godshall's Food Truck Challenge. And this is going to be uh, also a holiday fair December December 15th at Head House Square. Yeah. Great spot to have this. Recipes and details at Godshalls.com. So it's December 15th, Head House Square. Big Godshalls Food Truck Challenge and Holiday Fair taking place. We're going to be back in just a moment. Got some Bizarre File stories up next. Stay with us. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Join Nick McElwain Thursday from 7 to 9 as the Bud Light Philly Philly Tour takes over Ryan's Pub. 124 West Gay Street in Westchester. Catch the game and win Eagles tickets, an autographed helmet courtesy of Bud Light, and Bud Light Philly special t-shirts. Visit WMMR.com slash Philly Philly to see when the Bud Light Philly Philly Tour is coming to your neighborhood. MMR and the Franklin Institute have teamed up to send you to rock like a Viking. Go to WMMR.com for the chance to win a trip to the Roskilde Festival in Denmark. Want a true-to-life Viking experience? Go to the Franklin Institute's Vikings Beyond the Legend exhibit. Tickets and info at FI.edu. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Scott Schultz, turkey bacon is here. I just had a turkey blue cheese bowl. What you yeah. saying? With smoky bacon, and uh, it was fantastic. And that was from a food truck called Mama's Balls Food Truck. Yeah. Which I love that name. Uh, and there are a lot of trucks that are going to be t- participating in the Godshall's Food Truck Challenge. Uh, Mama's Balls is one of them. Humpty, Humpty's Dumplings is another who also had a has a storefront location on Passyunk Avenue right off of South Street. Uh, the House of Cupcakes and Philly Cakery are all on board, and they brought by food today. So you can see the details and recipes at godshows.com. We have a lot of people to feed here this morning. Great American Smokeout is taking place. Yes, so it's uh, very fortuitous. And we have a number of people in our studio, along with the good Dr. Rosenberg, who we're going to talk to in just a moment and get some of the details. Before we do that, uh, two things. Let me give away a six-pack of coupons, good for six full-size packages of Godshows turkey bacon. Hey, hey, hey. Take uh, caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will do the Bizarre File first. So here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. File! 
brought to you by Patient First Physicians, X-rays, lab tests, and prescription drugs. 19 medical centers conveniently located in eastern Pennsylvania and South Jersey. Visit patientfirst.com. A Texas woman celebrated her divorce by destroying her wedding dress with an explosion felt from up to 15 miles away. Love it. Kimberly... Kimberly Steitler said her divorce was finalized Friday after 14 years of marriage, and she wanted to celebrate by destroying the dress. She said, I wanted to remove all things from our marriage, from our house. Photos in the attic, ring in the safe, and the dress I wanted to burn. She said, I had a lot of advice and suggestions from friends and family, like donating it for premature babies and baptism gowns. However, to me... The dress represented a lie. I wanted to have a divorce party to burn the dress. So she gathered with friends and family at her father's farm uh, about 25 miles west of San Antonio, and she used a scoped rifle to trigger an explosion with tannerite. <laughs> tannerite? And the, it's the explosive Jesus. compound in exploding shooting targets. She said, we were all getting messages asking if that was our explosion. People were feeling and hearing around the country, uh, the county, up to at least 15 miles away. Damn. We have video of it, so you can see how big the explosion was. I don't know. It sounds like the divorce was amicable. Uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> it was her way of sending it off into the great all beyond. All right. Can we do something like that? With well, you know we wanted to blow up our, <laughs> our, our refrigerator. We, we went to all great lengths to do that. Yeah. It turns out... In, a, in an urban situation, blowing up things is right. illegal. How far away would we have to... We, we, I guess we would have Texas. to... Texas. Her, her dad's yeah, yeah, farm yeah. in Texas. No, we, right. would, we wouldn't have to go that crazy far. I'll bet you somebody can get in touch with us that uh, we could go somewhere and blow some stuff up. There's got to be a Tannerite dealership somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, right? <laughs> On the main line. <laughs> I read that story before I went to bed, and I had a dream that I had a canister of Tannerite in bed with me. Really? <laughs> yeah, and if I moved too much, it was going to explode. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I don't know why. I love you, Tannerite. It was, it was in a green tube, and <laughs> I don't know why. Is it wild what you're... Right what before your mind, you go to bed, what your mind tells you. It's weird. I think you need to bang a can of Tannerite. As bizarre as it sounds, young Indonesians have found another affordable way to get tipsy and that is by boiling tampons and mini pads and maxi pads and drinking the water. No, really? Oh, good God. These are used pads, good by the way. Lord. Oh my God. Police in Jakarta. Who made the pink lemonade? Uh, Jakarta. <laughs> Police in Jakarta and Bekasi have arrested several teenagers who were caught while experimenting with unusual methods of getting intoxicated. Dude, that, w- that wouldn't do anything, would it? Other well, than no, than it, it does. Does it? Most used menstrual pads uh, they to make the formula. Uh, the head of the narcotics agency said that it was the chlorine in the boiled mixture that created a feeling of flying and hallucinations similar to the sensation experienced when taking certain drugs. The used pads they took from the trash were put in boiling water. After it cooled down, they drank it together. Wow. Yeah. An advocate for safe drinking said it was uh, not a new phenomenon. In 2016, groups of teenagers in uh, Bilatung and Karawang (laughs) did the same thing. These are made-up places, aren't they? No, Nick. Those are real places, right? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I didn't know who started it at all, he said, but I knew it started around two years ago. There's no law against it so far. There is no law against these kids using a mixture of mosquito repellent and cold syrup to get drunk either. So they're finding any way that they can So use it. tampons. Oh. Used yeah. feminine hygiene products. Now, Kathy, you don't use that. You use Tannerite, right? <laughs> I yeah. want to die. But that's how some of these, um, like, they have these synthetic drugs that are right. that have, like, the same feeling as, let's say, like, an ecstasy or whatever. And obviously okay. ecstasy. But the formula for ecstasy is illegal. 
But if you change the compound ever so slightly, you, you can know, get around it. You sort of get around wow. it. Mm-hmm. It's a mind blower. I love this story. Technology is awesome, of course, but sometimes the perspective you get from a camera can be deceptive. Brian Fitzwater of Burlington, New Jersey, got an alert on his phone from his doorbell, which features a security camera. Now, the alert said, unfamiliar face, front door. Right. Your camera spotted someone it doesn't recognize. Oh, look at this. Well, upon checking out the video, Fitzwater discovered... A praying mantis had pressed the doorbell and was up close and personal with the camera. The technology had interpreted the insect's face as human. I am a Jehovah's Witness. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you a copy of the Watchtower. Had a close-up shot of the praying mantis. All right. How you doing? This is a very short story, but I saw a video of it, and it is... Hilarious. Some disguises are better than others. A group of pedestrians were caught on camera in Vladivostok, Russia, attempting to cross the Zoltoy Bridge, which is for vehicles only, but is a group of guys, and they were wearing a cardboard bus costume trying to go across the bridge. I heard about this. Did you see it? You saw it? Hilarious. Yes. I mean, it's really big. It's gigantic cardboard. So the video shows police stop the group of four and uh, make them turn around. They don't. They weren't arrested or anything like that. Did but. you see the footage of the guy in the smart car that he turned into the Flintstones mobile? Yes, he was. I had that in the bizarre file. Yeah, uh, and that's in uh, Florida that that took place. So we're looking at uh, video footage here, Steve. They'll show it in just a second here as these guys are walking. There. Wait. Nope. That's not it. Uh, there they are. There they are. <laughs> it's great. It's like a group costume. And yeah, it's in Russia? A, yeah, from a uh, from a, a contest or something like I, that. I, on Twitter, if you want a great follow, I think it's called Only in Russia. Yeah. And they're the amount of stuff. You, yeah. Russia, take take Florida and multiply it by 100. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the uh, bizarre file for you this morning. It is the great American smokeout today, dear friends. If you've been considering... Kicking the habit for good. Today is a good day to get it going because a lot of other people are going to be doing the same thing. And a lot of them are right here in our studio. But before we say hello to any of our participants, we want to say hello to the doctor who's been stopping by for a number of years to try and get people to quit for good, Dr. Steven Rosenberg. Also known as Dr. Rosenpenis. Yes. uh, Is here this morning. How are you doing, doctor? Great. How are you? We are wonderful. It is great to see you once again. What would be what what type of a doctor are you for those who do not know? Well, I am a behavioral therapist. Okay. So I change behaviors. I love that. And over the years, any idea how many people you've helped uh, quit smoking? Yeah, yeah, it's getting close to 50 thousand people 50,000 so we can say and categorically we have seen it happen where people have come and participated in this when we've done this and we'll get reports back from them say like at the camp out or something they'll show up and they'll say that did it I stopped walked out from that session and did not smoke again and uh, people are reticent to believe it but it does happen and you see it all the time yes I do and in fact uh, you know nationwide or worldwide it takes about 10 times for a person to actually stop. When they do it 10 times, they right. will stop because then they're finally ready. Committed to it, so mentally yeah, they're committed. it takes 10 times usually to do that. So there's a cool thing that happened, and I guess it happened through this show, that you, you were you're, the, the police reached out to you, I guess it was the Philadelphia Police Department? That is correct, yeah. yes. And the law enforcement health benefit 
actually called me and said, hey, look, we'd like to send some police officers your way. And so for the past eight, nine months, they've been sending police officers in and they've been doing wonderful. Yeah. And uh, anybody uh, who is a police officer out there, if you would like to get an appointment, it's free of charge. How about that? For police officers, your LEHB covers it. And uh, all you have to do is call uh, LEHB or me. And my phone number is 215-782-8414. Or go to my website, and that's there, too, on www.quititnow.com. There you go. And, we will post this on PrestonSteve.com for listeners who can't remember. Caitlin write down at, all that information. And Caitlin over at LEHB is uh, the person. That's right. I'm to. waiting. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin Jenner. Uh, um, that's fantastic. So hopefully we can uh, get a bunch of guys, they, and they'll be able to do it free of charge. That's, that's that wonderful. is correct. Yes. Excellent. Um, there are, you know, fewer and fewer people smoking every year. That's a great thing. There's uh, the, the numbers are at an all-time low. Yes. And that's great. But uh, for, and, and for people who are still smokers, makes you even that much more a little bit. You're in a dwindling club, A, yeah. and, and cigarette prices have never been Higher, yeah. I and mean, they're only going to go higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. And you know, we got we have uh, I don't know, like fifteen, uh, sixteen people who are here this morning that uh, Dr. Rosenberg is going to hypnotize and give them some suggestions uh, that will maybe equate smoking to something horrible and disgusting, and therefore you won't have the urge to do it any longer. So we had a, a, a ton of people calling. We got an email from a guy, and uh, we're not going to talk to everybody, but I no. do want to talk to him real yes. quick because. Uh, his his story is very interesting. So this is Mike. Do you want me to say your last name or not? Or hey, by all means. All right, you got it. remember when I told you get close to that microphone. <laughs> get close to that microphone. I'm screaming now, guys. All right, there okay, you go, yeah. Mike. All right, so Mike uh, States is your last name. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, and you emailed us and you told us uh, that uh, your family has a bad history with uh, with smoking and lung cancer. I thought I was here for a rhino penis, honestly. Oh <laughs> damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, all that well, stuff. I'm here for the wrong story. Yeah, guys. yeah. Maybe we could do that. <laughs> yeah. No. He wanted a sex change. Yeah. 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 So we what, can do that. So go ahead, Mike. No, I mean it's. Uh, I mean, we all we all have similar scenarios, I'm sure. But my father passed away when I was three years old. He hit 35 years on the nose. Yeah. And in about a month and a half, that's where I'm hitting too. So. He, right, what, so, was it, what, he died of lung cancer? Lung cancer, amongst other things. Um, my grandfather, on his side, passed away when he was 56, I believe. And the whole the whole family has histories of lung cancer and just battling issues and addiction. And What's been the hardest thing? Have you tried quitting before? I have. What's, I have gotten what, hypnotized before. Okay. Um, I was the guy just, I don't know what it is. With me specifically, I think I do it more out of, out of depression. Smoke out of depression? Else, like my father not being around. And okay. Don't buy a motorcycle because it's dangerous. Don't go skydiving. I've done all those things more or less just because I'm not supposed to. Right. And no, I think I a lot that. of us can relate to that in a uh, sense, which sure. they don't really tell you about from an outside perspective. Yeah. So now it's like wake-up call. You know, time to have a family, get married, have kids, do all that. It's so. it's hard also. My, my mother passed away when right. I was uh, I was 20, 21 of, of lung cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and then for you to be smoking it's it's got to you have this sort of thing this loop that must go around in your head like oh my god how can i be doing this when this happened and Correct. and you end up beating yourself and, and there's there's no way to extricate yourself from that Correct. well yeah. i i actually started with uh with uh, dr rosenberg about just doing stuff for to help as as a you know for, for more rest and for sleep and i was i was there's no way i can i will turn myself over to this and I'll okay I'll give it a shot because I'd heard some good things about people who are training and athletes who use it to get rest and, and improve their training and so on and so forth I do it every day I listen to it every day 
and uh, the, the segment, and it does help. But it, it sounds like you are at the point now where you are absolutely ready to commit. I am. Okay. Yeah, that's and that's when it'll work the best. Yeah, so. when you want to quit. And so you, you really have the desire to, to give it up. Yep. And I've, everybody that I've, uh, that I've mentioned this to uh, in, in the green room, uh, and everybody's, yes, I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm tired of it. I want it over with. So it can work. It yep. has worked countless times. You just have to go with it and listen to what the doctor tells you. And because, honestly, once you free yourself from this stuff, first off, you're going to get a lot richer quickly <laughs> because yeah. the money is just insane. Yeah, yeah one right. person actually got me in the uh, green room, and he said, I'm spending $3,650 a year, but it's $300 a month. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a car payment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's true. You could you could use that money for anything. And I said to him, well, you get a free case of cancer with it. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the problem. So we're we're gonna we're gonna put you guys in the uh, in our, in our conference room. We're gonna mic it, and we'll we'll tune in and, and listen and hear what the doctor is doing. Uh, but how long does the uh, the session take? About uh, it's how long you want me to do it for? I don't. You usually do it fifteen twenty minutes or yeah, something like that's that. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, whatever. Uh, and you know what? Uh, you, you, Steve was talking about helping with uh, sleep uh, issues and so on. You there's a whole load of stuff that you can help out. That with, correct? is correct. I mean stress. Uh, actually, uh, recovery from illness, uh, stroke, post stroke, stroke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Brian Prop of the flyers worked with me on his recovery. from No kidding. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing what we can do. Uh, somebody texted in and asked this, cause I think one of us might be able to use this. Uh, could you, uh, hypnotize someone into helping them stop hitting the snooze button every morning? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Absolutely. It's an option case. I could use that. Yeah, he could Absolutely. use that. Yeah. No, and I, to be honest, so but my, my wife had a few things. It's, it's, we're talking about life tweaks where I would really love to make sure I do this at this point in the day. And I try to get myself to do it, blah, blah, blah. And you, you helped her. And now she's having great success with that. And, and so what I was looking for was to, that. So in the afternoon press at around three o'clock, I, I listened to the, the audio that you recorded for me. Uh, uh, Dr. Rosenberg, and um, I come out of 20, 22 minutes of this duration, and I feel very rested and able to do a better workout, and, and it, it I noticed results. It wasn't like you get hit in the face, like, oh, my God, things have dramatically changed. It started to just happen, and it was amazing things. So. And if you do it every day, it yeah. works for you, yep. and that's true. Thank you. What about um, speech impediments? Can you help with things like that? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, with stuttering, yeah, it's, been, you, it's been incredible. A, a listener emailed me specifically about stuttering and yes. wanted to know if he yes. could come to you for that. Yeah, in fact, uh, there was a, a case I had, too, where, talk about sleeping, the guy slept too soundly and his wife could never wake him up to go to work. Oh, well, that's bad. And so I got him to get up on time. Yeah, yeah. He never heard the alarm clock. So, as you can see, the doctor can help out with a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, no matter what you're interested in, quititnow.com, you can, you can contact yes, you through www. that, Yes, right? www.quititnow.com. And uh, our phone number is 215-782-8414. All right. And with that, we're going to send all you guys into our conference room. We're going to have you spend some time with the doctor. And we're going to quit this thing for good. You can do it, you right? Do come, it. On, come on, Absolutely. come on. Absolutely. All right. Hey, hey. So we are gonna we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment. Let them do their thing. And uh, our friend uh, Dan Roebuck is in the green room. So we're gonna get him on next in just a second. Make sure you stay with us. We'll be back momentarily. Whether social, hey, welcome in, or antisocial, hey, get out. 
Join your MMR pals on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Groovy photos, videos, and social commentary. Plus, we find them the perfect place to waste time during the company meetings. Hashtag MMR rocks. It's been uh, several years since we've uh, seen our next guest. We we had him out uh, for a party, a viewing party, for a little show we were slightly obsessed with called Lost. And uh, he was a great guest. And, man, looking at his his list of credits is just a nonstop working actor. Has been in so many things. Great stuff. Notable stuff besides Lost would be The Fugitive and River's Edge and uh, Devil's Rejects. And Steve was even on The Love Boat. That's right. That's crazy. <laughs> Which is one of your That's favorite crazy. shows. I watch it on Me TV every weekend. Uh, we want to welcome to our studio Mr. Dan Robot. Yeah. Thank you so much. How are you, man? Blessing to be here. Thank you. The love boat. See, you got to be on the love boat. I think I said you got to be on the love boat at the beginning of your career. Yes. Yes. Because I was on with Larry Wilcox. (laughs) Yes. I think it's my first SAG job. Chips. And his last. Yeah. Uh, No, I'm not. I'm not making fun. I'm not making fun. I'm just saying. If the love boat came back now and they said you want to be on the love boat, I'd be like, <laughs> but you know, it's an interesting thing because they they, they would have weird pairings. Like yeah. they would have Ron Palillo, who played Horshack, with Don Amici. Right. Like, like, <laughs> hey, can you imagine Don Amici? <laughs> By the way, uh, I, Don Amici and I have something in common now. We both played Alexander Graham Bell. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but Don Amici, <laughs> can you imagine Ron Palillo? John, why do you? I, how was it like being, you know, Don Amici, get this kid away from me. Uh, Are you kidding me? Yeah, but it was, it, to me, it, it, it's just, I, I'm, I'm forever fascinated by that time in television because there's so much that was so bad and yet simultaneously great in its so badness. Great. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, Dan is here to promote uh, a film who, which he directed and started called Getting Grace, and we, we will get to that in a moment. I just, I love seeing you pop up in, like, the commercial with Alexander Graham Well, Bell. you're freaking hilarious. <laughs> and, 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 the Geico commercials have been sensational to begin with, yeah. but when I, when I was, this is the one Preston explain what it is. What, so, he's, he's, at a, he's at a play, he's watching a live show, and it's, it's a playoff of people getting phone calls uh, during yes. a, a movie or a show or whatever they happen to be watching, yet it's Alexander Graham Bell. He's the only one, <laughs> and it's a full-size, <laughs> old-style telephone, and the phone rings, and you say... I say, hoy, hoy! Hoy, hoy! <laughs> because that's how they answer yes. the phone. That's Because how... Alexander Graham Bell didn't want people... It, nobody thought of, hello, I don't... Yeah, yeah. That, but hoy, hoy was the... The term that everybody used on the ship. Like, yeah. like a radio yeah. transmission yeah. is what oh, they were oh, like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and so it, it, it interrupts. The, the guy on stage is looking at him going, what are you doing? And then another call comes through and another yeah, yeah, the joke, Yeah, the joke yeah. is I said, no, no, I'm number one. That's right. <laughs> You're looking for <laughs> number two. Like yeah. the, whoever writes those spots, yeah. they're, they're working in some crazy... Like crazy headspace. And we... I mean, that commercial... I. You know, I kept thinking what they didn't they were so like we made this movie. They probably spent on the before 10 a.m. on the commercial what I spent on my entire feature film. <laughs> like they didn't care. I'd say, should I go into makeup? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to put the whole beard on. Don't worry. They, they've got it down to a science. Well, the <laughs> movie do. you're talking about is Getting Grace. Yeah. Oh, yes. Thank you. And and uh, which is very cool. And uh, reading a lot about it. You're from uh, Bethlehem, PA. Yeah, I'm from I'm just north of here, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We right. Went, we went there and shot the movie in my hometown. So it was, cool. it was a homecoming. And correct me if I'm wrong, but did you go back 
to a spot where you had carved your name in the wall at what forty years oh, earlier? Oh yeah, well yes, it's not that that. <laughs> in case anyone's listening from the Bethlehem <laughs> uh, Housing Authority, that didn't happen. <laughs> but let's say it did. Uh, I spent a lot of time thinking about uh, the old days. You know, I, yeah. I'm in 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 uh, in Bethlehem. Uh, and in the movie, every place that I ever had been in Bethlehem is also in the movie. Okay. I watched it last night, and, and it's great. I really enjoyed it, Daniel. And you. you're terrific in it. You wrote and directed it and starred in it as well. And then a lot of people that uh, nobody is familiar with, a whole lot of new actors, uh, including the woman, young woman who's sick. Um, she plays a cancer patient, and her name is Madeline Dunton. Is that Madeline right? Dunton. Now, Dundon. Maddie Dunton and I went to the same high school. Is this crazy? It's wild. I, I auditioned kids from all over the country and, and ended up picking this child who is so much like my daughter and the character in the movie – Grace is like my daughter. Grace. So she's a, she's a, a, a cancer patient. She's terminal. She's going. She's she's going she's, to she's die. She's going to die. You are a, a funeral. Yeah, she funeral. walks into a funeral home to yeah. find out what's going to happen physically after she dies, but ends up teaching the funeral director how to celebrate life. Well, because you you deal with oh. death, but it's it, but at a certain point you become it, you you've scabbed over about it. Yeah. You've had your own personal tragedies, That's correct. and there's there are a lot of wounded people. But some she has she has that rare gift of i i know my finite situation here and and it, and so helps you come to terms with what you're dealing with it's very true it's an i mean allegorical i don't you know it's it's an allegory for god's grace which yeah. uh, is available to all of us she's this amazing this amazing graceful yet confusing person but she's building a family in the right. time she has left right it's a pretty honest and brutal look at cancer especially yeah. cancer among kids and you don't really pull any punches with it i mean and you know you're you're dealing with chemo and the pain and everything that goes along with it um in an surprisingly maybe a surprisingly uplifting way well I mean, and humor becomes an element too because there there, there is um you know, I remember when my mother passed, we were talking about, you know, lung cancer. My mother passed away from uh, lung cancer when I was, uh, you know, I was 20. You know, I was oh, still God. fairly a young man. And and I remember my, my friends came in and my mother was always, you know, jovial. And, and as she was passing away, she still always retained a sly sense of humor. So when they came into the wake, I I, they, I said, I led them up front and I said, see, if you know someone, you get good seats. <laughs> and and that's, that's the kind of joke my mother would make. So there's a certain, you have a certain... You're, you're given license to be, you know, dark. yes, yes. When and 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 that was a, a question that uh, the other writer and I, you know, struggled with. I always felt that her her actually making light of her situation made it easier for those around her, right? And and it does. And I'll I'll tell you something. Uh, if I set out to make a movie that had some mission beyond, all I wanted to do was make you laugh and cry. That's all I wanted to do, right? But the movie ended up having this other mission where people see it and they they are they are given and these are the emails I get. Your movie gave me closure. Your wow. movie gave me hope. Your movie gave me understanding of the situation. Um, and that's that's all been extraordinary. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we had the great actress Maddie Dundon and the fact that we went initially to the Pediatric Cancer Foundation of the Lehigh Valley. And got input about the story, and they their favorite thing about it was that it was a comedy. Yeah, because if you said I'm making a comedy about a girl dying of cancer, people think you're nuts. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, we just showed this movie in Maryland to 600 people who all laughed, yeah. and cried, and laughed and cried. 
There's another young actress in it named um, uh, she plays Audrey and oh, Alexa McFelland. Oh my goodness! And yeah. and so it, I just it, again, this is an unknown actress, but man, does she nail it! And she plays another person who has terminal cancer and is dealing with the ramifications of having to pick out a casket and and yeah. what it would be like on the inside. It, it but it, but she was great. We had a great, you know, there's been, the funeral industry has embraced this movie. It's an, another unique thing that came out of it. Because nobody ever, we don't, honestly, you guys, these are good people. I've spent two years now with these funeral directors. These are good people who are there at the worst possible time mm-hmm. in your life. And you you wonder about this. And I, I heard this said about a police uh, a while ago, and, and I, I steadfastly agree that, that your worst day is there every day. And that would hold true oh, for funeral directors. That's such a good point. Yes. Yeah. That's completely true. And they're, I, I mean, they're just the kindest, most gracious people. And they only get on the news when something terrible happens. But when you think that there's tens of thousands of funeral directors and you only hear about something terrible every two years, mm-hmm. thank God. But but they've embraced this movie because uh, it's helped. We're talking about picking out caskets, how Nick was saying. You know, the like the idea that you can start thinking about your death in the same terms of your life, that yeah. you can have it the way you want it. Well, and it's, it's you know it's a fact, as you say. And again, I I I sort of I'm glad early on in life that I got to experience death around me, because I, I don't fear it, you know. And yeah. and I and I know that it's a natural part of progression. And people say, is it, is it a dower down topic? Well, here's a movie that's proof that it's it's an inspiring thing. Once you can handle that and come to terms with it. It can it can free you in a way. And you're talking about getting letters of people talking about closure, yeah. and that's a, it's an important skill set to develop. Uh, the people who get hit the hardest who are people who never take a second to think about it because you've got to prepare yourself. You yes, know, I agree without being too down and down. No, I I agree. And look, the, yeah. the only difference between the character Grace and the man Dan Roebuck is that the character Grace knows she's going to die. So do I. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in that, when we, the day we premiered the movie at a film festival in Teaneck, New Jersey, at the, the Northeast Film Festival, where it won some lovely awards, that that's the day that I had an epiphany where I used to say before that, we got to live every day like it's our last. But people in this room, I'm telling you, and these guys, we're going to try to stop smoking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying to you, you live every day like it's your first that's what the movie's about. It's about waking up in the morning and doing better, hmm. forgiving, forgetting, loving, move, living. Move on, and yeah. that's that's so true. I mean, I, you know, we not to get to preach or anything, but my 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 wife just connected with a with a with a brother who walked out of the family decades ago, and now basically it was like. Let's we're moving forward now, and and, and things would, that I thought could have gone horribly wrong are now wonderful. They've good. reconnected and they're moving forward. God so bless. it's a good piece of advice. Get Live like it's your first day. Getting a number of texts coming in of people who have seen the movie and uh, saying how much they loved it, oh, and nice. uh, and also people who had, were having a you know a cancer in their lives as well when they saw this and it helped. But. Um, uh, to see the movie, where where does one find the film? Thank it's an f- independent film. Yes, it's an independent film. So we played around the country uh, back in March. Uh, it is now available in Walmart. It's available on Walmart.com, Amazon, Amazon Prime, iTunes. You could go everywhere. This is what it looks like if you go into Walmart. Okay. Please, uh, please, <laughs> please buy it. And if you love it, please review it. So you got a little yeah. small startup uh, store called Walmart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's called uh, Getting Grace. And, yes, and to, to touch on your, your local roots, or your, your Lehigh Valley roots. I just want to read this uh, text and see if it makes any sense to you. It says, uh, Dan's grandmom was my grandmother's neighbor. 
Amazing guy, great family. Her name was Frida, had a garage full of bunnies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's your a, grandmother? Yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> the guy she married at the end, his job was... Uh, making Hassenpfeffer. Oh, <laughs> wow. Jesus. Okay, well, that, so that's that why. in a way is a perfect pairing. <laughs> she didn't love bunnies the fuzzy yeah. they were. You know, my grandmother, we, my grandmother, I don't know if I could, because earlier, my grandmother was Pennsylvania Dutch, and she talked like this. Okay. <laughs> I want to tell you, one time we were, at a, we were at a restaurant down by Bally where she lived, and the woman is, you know, like, I get this all day because I'm a character actor. How do I know you? How do yeah. I? I said, well, I'm, you know, I finally go, well, I'm on TV. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so she says to my grandmother at that point, 90, is he really on TV? And my grandmother said, well, he says he is. <laughs> Because she knows me. Oh, oh, my gosh. I, I um, wanted you, to ask this uh, because we were just recently talking about Roadside America oh. in Charlottesville. And the fact that it was in Charlottesville. And it, it is, it's Still actually movie. it's up for it's up for sale. <laughs> no, we have to save it. We have to save I, it. I, uh, listen, we have to get We, we, we have to. You about. and I have to own it. And we have to take our <laughs> toys there. Yeah. So here's the deal. We talked about this, this place that has this sprawling towns and and traffic moving miniatures. along miniatures yeah. it's this huge thing mm-hmm. and how is it in person to be in there in person it's well it's my favorite one of my favorite places in the world it's like going to wild west city it's a place that's exactly like it was when we were little boys and it's exactly like it was and when i said to my son Buster, oh my gosh, I can't go you we're going to shoot at roadside america <laughs> my son said dad I freaking hate roadside. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm oh. weeping. My son busted wow. through 21 miles. I said, no, 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 no. That's not possible. He goes, Grace freaking hates roadside. <laughs> because it's our child. But you got, you take, there's a pay, you take your children to roadside America. Yeah. The last place in Pennsylvania. That's exactly like it was in 1955. Wow. It's so cool. Uh, I, 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 and it's I still go. open? It's still, it's still yeah, open. You can drive it's right down uh, Route 2278. Oh, they're one and the same at one point. you got to go there. They're the nicest people, too. The same family. One guy built the entire thing from, from, scratch? from scratch back in the 40s. Yeah. Wow. And it's still there. God bless that family. I, I want to uh, talk to you about your career, and there's no way we're going to be able to touch on everything because I was looking at your IMDb credits, and it's like 230. Seven roles in TV and film without um, not including stuff that's in production and you know and, and oh, all yeah, that. Oh yeah, and, and it'll say it'll say Matlock one, but yeah. it was Matlock sixty. Um, yeah, yeah. A couple of people were texting who was Dan on Lost. He was Doctor Arst, who had the best death on the entire by show. Far. By far, blown up yeah. by a stick of dynamite. Yes, yeah, it was awesome. It was really, really yeah. great. Because yeah. as I mean, we know, dynamite sweats nitroglycerin. Yeah, yeah. Right. you exactly. sort of saw it coming, but didn't see it coming at the same time. Uh, but um, you had mentioned earlier about uh, your, your character in this movie um, about how uh, you're Dan, but your character is Bill. And I wanted to ask you about like if you're playing 237 plus <laughs> roles in your life, how do you approach that? Like how how I, do Casey, I tell you what I worry about most is what will my Alzheimer's look like? <laughs> like I was, do you remember when I had my own TV? I was the host of the Tonight Show. <laughs> but you were in a way. But worse, but worse or worse, I killed a girl. I got to confess I killed a girl by a river. I got to tell someone. Oh, let, let me ask about River's Edge because Preston and I are huge fans of this movie. movie. If you've never seen this incredibly powerful oh, movie. And, and, and it holds up. You're brilliant in it. Yeah. Keanu the, Reeves and Crispin Glover. Yeah. And that was the early. Great 
Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Uh, Dennis Hopper. By the way, in River's Edge, here's what's mind-blowing. Dennis Hopper was younger than I am now when we shot River's Edge, and I thought he was such a, he was like Gandalf. (laughs) He came onto the set, and now I think he he was a kid. Oh, my God, that blows my mind. I'm trying to think, because I think you might be younger now than Wilford Brimley was when he was in Cocoon. (laughs) Right. No, you're right, because remember, it was Donna Michi Uh and and Wilford and Gwen Verdon. Wilford Brimley was literally 15 years younger than the rest of them. He said nobody would hang out with (laughs) I don't want to hang out with that kid. Dan, I want to pay you a compliment about uh, Getting Grace, too. And and, um, I was thinking about the movie Inside Out when I was watching uh, Getting Grace last night. And uh, one of the lessons that I learned from watching Inside Out is that these movies, um, emotions that we associate with negativity are not necessarily in and of of themselves negative. Anger and sadness are healthy. And um, and so when dealing with dying and and I don't mean this to be dour or down topic, but it's everybody's going to die. Everybody walks that path. Uh, it's okay to embrace sadness, and in fact, it's healthy to do so. And and my dad has has taken on this mantra recently of, it's great to have one fantastic laugh every day. It's also good to have one cry. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with admitting that or owning it. I I, I think you're absolutely right. And I'll tell you, the next movie I make uh, is going to be called The Hail Mary, and it's a story of redemption. So I'm I'm moving from from this to to that and I just think what what is the point of it all is we must be always evolving. Look, I'm I'm not a trained psychologist. No. I'm not a trained uh, uh, religious person. You host the Tonight Show. I hosted the Tonight Show <laughs> and I killed a girl and, and once and and I can't I, like I can't and once I worked for the Japanese when they ruled America after World War II. You were yes, tracking that's right. We totally forgot that. Man in the high castle. Man in the high castle. Yeah. But um <clears throat> I'm sorry about the cough. Sorry. Your dad is right, but it got it shouldn't we shouldn't have these epiphanies when we're seventy. Yeah. We should have them when when we're kids. I I'm gonna shout out my buddy Chaz Keller. He and I went to grade school together. I was raised by nuns, sisters of Saint Joseph of Philadelphia. They've made it clear, by the way, recently, if any of them are listening, that I've got to put the right the right SSJ of Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. Chestnut Hill. Um and I'll bet they are listening because they're 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 happy ladies. Um, but we, you know, we were when we were kids, and we like we were just taught to celebrate life. Everybody has an idea that nuns, you know, they've they've gotten the bum rap, yeah, and they're the heart of the church, and they put up with us now. So anyway, they always taught us good, happy. Be good, be ethical, be moral. And if you are ethical and moral, I think everything else falls into place. You will laugh at what's funny. And if you're if you're not a sociopath, when something sad happens, you'll cry. Not just at the commercials or Coca-Cola commercials. <laughs> you know, I cry when, you know, I cry a little when people tell me about the people they lost. I cry sometimes when, you know, when, when I think that someone's not getting... People feel less than they should. I guess I'm saying well, when they shouldn't feel, they're like they're still experiencing life. Yesterday, I was so there was an event at the, we have the Recovery Centers of America in in in, in Devon, and uh, they, they, so this is this helps people who are you know facing opioid addiction and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, so huge. so I'm walking around and I'm I'm walking around and I'm telling the story of my brother who's uh, you know sober for 13, 14 years now, and I and I was I was kept welling up because I in that place you could sense lives being saved. You know, and so, yes. And then so you if you if you don't tap into that and and stories of redemption, I love 
you know, this is my favorite book, though, some people are, are surprised to hear it, is A Christmas Carol. Because it, it's the story of yes. redemption, of someone all the way one way brought back. <laughs> so, and, then, and the movie that you're doing, working on is called The Hail Mary? The Hail Mary. Okay. It's about a, a, a irascible nun tracks down this, uh, this guy who needs redemption. So she cons him into creating a football team for her all-boys Catholic school. Love it. So it's, it's that. And by the way, Christmas Carol, I did a, a, an adaptation of it and performed it. Uh, about six years ago, and and I I I put the 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 part that I kept arguing, not arguing, insisting that be part of the story was it's and it's because we're telling a story for a modern audience. I needed. I said Scrooge has to be on his knees. He yes. has to be. He has to be begging for for a second chance. That doesn't just get a second chance. That's yeah. why Alistair Sims' version. In the, in the cemetery when he is down and he is, I beg of you, yeah. g- give me a chance. Because it's it. usually, you know, rushed over in every yeah. production I've ever seen. But we're, it's not a joke. I'm, we've seen these beautiful people here and there's the other people in here. Second chance, man, this smoke out, this yeah. national yeah. smoke out. Yeah. What a, God bless you guys for being part of that. But you're going to change someone's life. I mean, someone's going to be here longer if they succeed today. We hope, They yeah. will have succeeded 40 years from now. Right, And right. this will be the day that changes that. I wanted to uh, to talk about uh, the you know having a good cry. Our, our resident crier in the studio is, is Casey. Oh, Casey's and, a crier. Yeah, <laughs> and, to, and to point it out, this, uh, this culmination of this film, this part made him cry. <laughs> this way. Well, I thought this started right at the, yeah, me too. at the beginning, but this made him cry. <laughs> no, that's... It's sad stuff. <laughs> it's happy. I kid it's, you not. You can cry for joy. Movie yeah. and, and this made him too. I cry out of joy as well, easily as I do out of sadness. No, and that's, that's from the Muppet movie? Yes. So that's yeah. Paul Williams wrote that. Y- yeah. uh, he didn't write that particular song. Oh, he didn't write song, that one? But, oh. but he did write some songs. He wrote, oh, all right. I was going to say. Do you know Paul, Paul Williams? I wish I knew him personally. Did you see the documentary? Oh, it's great. It's great. Awesome. I've seen him since then. <laughs> I bumped into him. He goes, I don't know. Is that a bad idea? Watch Paul Williams <laughs> on The Odd Couple. It's one of the greatest performances oh, yeah. uh, by Tony Randall and him. Speaking of documentaries, there was one that came out several years ago, and maybe you saw it. It was called That Thing That Was In That, that Guy That Was In That Thing. Oh, yeah. About character actors. Um, and there, there are some people who, you know, have, have a wonderful career of just playing these small one-time roles uh, over and over. And, you know, you're in that club. Some some guys are, are however, making a point that uh, I, I need to work, uh, and I hope I get the next job, you oh, know, yeah. as opposed to... Getting a role on a regular sitcom on a TV show, whatever it may be, this is uh, that's as, as nine to five as you can get for acting. Um, but uh, what, what did you think? Well, I said there was another documentary called "That Face Is Familiar," in which I was one of the eight people. Oh, okay. Here's what I say about it: I, I think that God gave me this gift, yeah. and however I use it is how I use it. I've kind of transcended from character to, to star and back again because mm-hmm. I do not only have my own series, but I've, I star in a lot of movies. Even if they're not The Fugitive, you know, if they're getting grace, it's still my own movie. So I, I've, I've just, I'm comfortable working. And, and, and consistently. La- and consistently. And last week I did something I've never done. I orated in a, for the Allentown Symphony. They did Lincoln Portrait. And, wow. and I, I did that. So I'm always trying to do new stuff. That's cool. Well, so um, one way to get into movies is, to literally hold up a sign by uh, somebody who might be producing or writing or directing the movie. And that's how we have you here right now. As a listener of the show, is this guy named Stephen Klakowitz. Stephen Klakowitz in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. So tell, tell the story of man. Well, Stephen, 
I'm driving. I'm get, you know every morning I get my Dunkin' Donuts. I wish they would pay me for saying that. But uh, every moment, every morning I get my and I'm driving and I almost the Dunkin' Donuts came out my nose because there was a sign that said Mr. Roebuck, can I be in your next movie what? on the side of the road? So this Steve Klackowitz always in front of their uh, their insurance firm there on Linda Street in Bethlehem. They always have. Great funny sayings that he always puts up. And one day I'm talking randomly to this lovely young lady, Carrie Klakowitz, who is driving our tour van around. When we took the movie out, we toured up and down the coast right. for 15 days. And I said, that, oh, those signs are always great. And she goes, that's my brother. Like crazy. That's <laughs> my brother. So we, uh, the, <laughs> I stopped by and... Uh, and finally met him. Yeah, but that's a crazy. It's so. So is he getting a role? Oh, sure, I'll get a role. <laughs> you know, it's very. You know, I, I mean, I it's that. not that hard. All you got to do, if you want to be in a movie with me, you let me know. I can't give you lines because you know that's, there's all kinds of rules about that. Can but, they can they prime the pump with a Dunkin' Donuts purchase? Yeah, yeah probably. Right. That'll help. <laughs> Let me hey, ask you. We're uh, we're, uh, we're Union Brothers. Are you? Oh, yes. Yeah, we're Union we're, Brothers. That's right. We're all Union we're SAG, Brothers. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. We get our SAG screener copies and everything. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> absolutely. You could give us lines. You yeah, know, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I could. Could I? Could I give you lines for ultra low budget contracts? <laughs> that's yes. the question. We yes, were actually we were actually in a movie with. Uh, uh, well, we were the the radio voices in the background and the mechanic, right? Yeah. With, oh, that's um, cool. With uh, yeah, the the guy, that guy, David uh, Morse. David Morse. Not Jason Statham. Yeah, the other one. Yeah. No, it was different. Mechanic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, Corey Monteith, Corey Monteith, yeah, his last movie. I wanted to ask you about um, you've done a little bit of video game stuff. Oh what, yeah, because oh, uh, yeah. I know because I you, you're you're geeky. You have a good yeah, geeky side. You yeah. collect figures too. Yeah. So we're, we're kindred spirits. You a video game player as well? I'm, so here's the thing: I don't play video games because I may I'm I would go in the rabbit you, hole. You go never, down. Yeah, I hear out. you. And we didn't have them around the house because I wanted my son. And daughter to be, you know, physically active. So and they to see what the sun yeah, looks like. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. so they're not like Nosferatu, and both <laughs> both have turned out well. But do you know I can't say what it. So I'm in uh, L.A. Noir and I'm in Dead Rising Three. L.A. Noir is a work of art. Oh, it's crazy! It's, it's unbelievable. It's like Tron, and when you like, I had someone had to play it, and you see, like they're like, stop, don't move, and yeah. the character turns around, and it's me. Yeah. And like I'm in the video game, like I'm. You know, I'm Jeff Bridges. I'm Tron. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and so that's crazy. I'm David Warner. You know, the, yeah. the sinister guy. So I have to just drop. I got to just drop a hint. I'm starting a new video game project. Really? And it's it's amazing. Really? <laughs> it's, it's so Is amazing. Is it for Rockstar? I don't know what to tell you about that, but I can't say anything else, or they'll fire me. Um, All right, well, when can we expect? Well, it's a video game, so we're going to shoot until June, yeah. so I would imagine 2021, maybe. Wow. Yeah, they take a couple years, and by the way, yeah. they have budgets that rival and sometimes yeah. exceed major motion pictures. Oh, no, yeah. because they make a billion dollars on yeah. the first day. Yep. You know, actors uh, don't get a piece of that, but I will say this, I don't care. Because <laughs> what I'm going to get to do, and I can't wait till I can say it, because I'd love to share it with you, but but it's, it's, let me just tell you this, life is about 
one blessing after another. And the key is to recognize something I loved as a child that I could be part of as an adult. That's everything. Yeah. It's, it's everything. And then also the credo that we keep repeating a lot on the show and that I'm a big fan of is, is sometimes just get out of the way and let life yeah. move. Let it, let well, it just yeah. move. Yeah. Okay, I just want to talk to you about your career in this sense. Like, all right, so, so you got your first, uh, I saw on IMDb, like 1985. And uh, your cave girl, um, cave girl, big hit. Regardless of what it was, you were you were younger then. You didn't know anybody then. Nobody knew you. But over time, you uh, accrued all of these credits. But at the same time, you also met all of these people. Yes. Now I have a friend of mine who moved out to LA. We were both in theater together in high school, and and he probably he did what I probably should have done, which is you know he c- pursued it in college and went out to LA to become an actor. And uh, now he's a florist, and he's crushing it in, in the floral game in, in, in Beverly Hills. But the crazy thing is now he's getting all of these calls because all of these people that are casting are now his contemporaries. Do you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so at 21, he didn't know anything. But now at 42, he now has all of these friends that are in the industry. But now... Uh, but the, at the same time, he's like, yeah, but I got this business. But he's I'm a florist. It. Yeah, and he's yeah. crushing it, yeah. So here's a, here's what I, I, I mentor a lot of people, and I talk to a lot of kids. And this this is exactly what Steve was saying. Now, look, we, we all have, we're given these desires in our heart. God plants a seed in us. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes we, we may misunderstand the seed and something, you know, like if you're, I want to just be famous, that's not how you right. get to be an actor. I, there's no one who'll say, People, I only ever said I want to be an actor. Yeah. So I went out out to Hollywood to be an actor with no, no. I never wrote an Oscar speech. I never nothing <laughs> like that. So what 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 is amazing that happened for your buddy, and it happened for the the first wife, my my first wife Leslie came with me. Her life really was meant to take place to transpire in Los Angeles. So the, I was the. She and I together were the how we got out there, and she met the next guy and had the daughter. And so the point is, if he hadn't left here, he wouldn't be the superstar florist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. and right. and the key is be happy with being the superstar florist. Look, I never understand. I I don't want to throw the guy under the under the. Under the space shuttle, but you know, you know, you hear like the guys on Star Trek. You know, the the they get pissed off. Yeah, yeah, they get mad, and you're like, well, that's better than ninety nine point nine actors get. You yeah. get to be remembered for the rest of your life for your something. Life. Yeah, yeah. And, so and we, why we, is that not enough? We yeah. talk about that all. That I we love when we get those pop culture peripheral people. When we get uh, Billy Zabka, who you know from Karate Kid or whatever, and they come in and they love it, and they love the fan base, and they yes. love the people to this day. Love to see them, and they've got stories, and they're enjoying life. <laughs> Billy Zabka, when we were signing off with him. We were like, all right, thank you very much. We applaud. And he goes, oh, wait, hang on a second, guys. Uh, uh, screw you, Melon. Yeah. And then so he made sure he got that in because that was, oh, you know, that that's was a just, great, great yeah. line. Well, the thing me. about Billy Zapka is now you can't even you can't even make that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're Billy Zapka. Yeah. 30 years <laughs> later, they're like, hey, we have this idea. <laughs> you're the star. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, look, I, unfortunately, all the big movies, like River's Edge, ah, they killed me. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> no one's calling back to make yeah. To make me the star, but but I put it out here first. Where's Matlock and Company? Exactly. How come I'm not solving crimes, baby? Absolutely. You know that's I, what I want to be doing. You introduced the word into my vocabulary via a character, and it was it's the word hinky, oh, hinky which, yeah. which you and your your fellow cop friends use in the Fugitive, <laughs> and uh, the Fugitive's 
right. one of my all-time favorite movies. I've watched it 12 million times, but I don't really quote Harrison Ford. I quote you, uh, Daniel. So, <laughs> well, it's hard. There's, you can use, hey, that's hinky more than you can use, I did not kill my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's you know, more, there's, there's, there's more opportunities. There's more opportunities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To oh, show that in a conversation. I don't know. We say hinky. Yeah. We say hinky. <laughs> uh, you know, and by the way, I, that's the only line in that script uh, I've, that, that the writer wrote. We made up, you guys, The Fugitive, which is so, it's it's evergreen. It's, we we would create the dialogue in mass, Tommy Lee, Joey Pants, Tom Wood, uh, L. Scott Caldwell, and I would create the dialogue. That's how you got it that way. And then we would memorialize it, and then we would film it. Wow. And, and then in the second movie, they tried to write the, the, the banter, yeah. but they didn't write for us, so we just... Threw that out again, and and said, and I know the screenplay writers are. I, I, I'll I'll bring that script in one day, and I'll show you the funny stuff I wrote and the stuff that wasn't there. That, that kind of that kind of kinetic, wonderful, <laughs> organic delivery is something that's just so wonderful when it when it when it goes right. We talk about the um, the interaction between uh, Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts and Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. Right. Oh yeah, that boom, boom, boom. It's wonderful. Yeah, it just and it's in, there's a verisimilitude to it that yeah. makes it seem like real people are really talking. I remember you told us years ago that you you uh, quoted your brother in the tunnel when you said, "You got to be kidding me! You got to be kidding me!" <laughs> yeah, that's my my brother. We're, like if you and by the way, like you think I was bad on other people's movies. On this movie, Getting Grace, yeah. the character eats chili cheese dogs, because that's what I like. <laughs> they eat them in Monocacy Park, because yeah. that's where me and my buddy Scott Brunel ate them. So are you going to do Are you gonna do a uh, uh, M. Night Shyamalan deal and, and make your movies I'm here? Gonna, I really am going to try. I've got yeah, awesome. uh, two, two ahead. Um, uh, the, this, this next one I've, you know, this is the problem. Like, it's not a problem. It's, uh, the, the blessing and the curse to tell the movie, the story that I want to tell, I got to make it independently. I yeah. can tell you that, you know, we, we, we put this up for the independent spirit awards and I was saying to my wife, I wouldn't hold you, but you know, we're not selling what Hollywood's selling. I'm selling, right. I'm selling, be happy, live life, celebrate God's creation, right. and they're selling, everything's terrible, we're awful, we're all going to die. Yeah. You know, we're all confused about who we are. I'm I'm selling the opposite. So I've got to raise my own money to tell those stories. I think there's a place uh, for it, definitely. Thank you. Well, the film is out, and you can get it through Walmart now. Walmart, Amazon Prime, Amazon.com, everywhere. It is called uh, Getting Grace. It was uh, written and directed and starred in by you. Thank you. Co-written. Jeff Co-written, Lewis sorry. wrote it uh, with me, uh, directed, starred, and produced by me. I, I would invite people to go to GettingGraceTheMovie.com. It's a good uh, place where they can find information and leave comments. And support. A local Please. filmmaker now. Yeah. Now Please, we yeah. have we have a couple now. Yeah, you and, want to, and if you want to be part of the next one, great to see you. Thanks for being here. All right, here. God bless all of you. Thank you so much, Danny Roebuck. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. This ninety-three-three WMMR audio on-demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Cool gifts are what Worldwide Stereo is all about. Wrap a genuine surprise and wow someone all year long. Montgomeryville, Ardmore, and online at WorldwideStereo.com. Hey, it's Preston from the Preston and Steve Show. This holiday season, I'm going to be buying Hannah Stone Massage and Facial Spot gift cards for my family and friends. And listen, during the Black Friday weekend, it is their buy one, get one free sale on gift cards. Visit one of their over 50 locations in your neighborhood or visit HannahStone.com. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. 
Do you ever wonder why everyone hates Steven Singer? Well, he makes buying a diamond easy with his 100-day no-hassle money-back guarantee and free shipping both ways, making returns and exchanges hassle-free. Visit Stephen at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You Thank you, Kathy. Preston, that when they, when, they, like when they close work or when they close the offices early for a snow event or whatever, we would actually have to stay around to participate in that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. In order for us to be the part of right. the early dismissal, we would actually have to stay, stay around in the day. Uh, yeah. We never get in on that. Unfortunately, doesn't happen. Uh, so we have our non-smokers back here in the studio now. It is the Great American Smokeout. And uh, Dr. Rosenberg had uh, spent some time with our gang here in the uh, conference room. Taking them through the hypnotic process of uh, quitting smoking for good. And uh, put your headphones on, Dr. Rosen. He's on. trying. Uh, he's breaking everything today. Yeah, looking over there, you look I'm all trying. confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love Dr. Best. Rosenberg. He's awesome. Uh, how did it go? Went very well. Yes. I will never smoke. <laughs> you cured yourself. <laughs> I'm cured. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so in, in years past, what we've learned is you'll, you will take... Uh, uh, cigarettes and have people associate them with something that is uh, disgusting and that they they don't want to have anything to do with. And was that the process used again today? Yes, we used our usual vomit, mm-hmm. which was very good. Never really something they did. They're very they're your scant few people who just love the concept of vomit and love smelling. Yeah, it. Yeah. So. In fact, uh, where is he, uh, Mike? He uh, was going to throw up on me. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Really? That's good. Was on the other side of me, and he was going to throw up. So I had stereophonic throw up. Yes, very, very cool. Like so, that. so just a quick show of hands: who felt they were impacted by uh, what you just did with Doctor Rosenberg? All right, all hands going up. Yeah, looks right. like everybody. Very cool. And so, what you actually do is you have the, they recorded it on their phones. Yes. So they will listen to it twice a day. Yeah. Uh, or more. And uh, they will drink a lot of fluids. Uh, water is great. Take some vitamins, B12 and uh, vitamin C. It's great to help cleanse the body and take the place of nicotine. Nicotine, as you know, is 10 times more addictive than heroin. Yeah. Uh, by the way, one of the uh, non-smokers here, uh, I believe it was Brett, said he's going to try my heavy drinking method. <laughs> oh, the heavy Preston's method, which is his, quit smoking, uh, so. Preston has his own clinic. I wish him luck. Yes. In that. Uh, I don't recommend that. That's not for everybody. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it did work for me. So that's... Did you not. It's very cool. Well, and you guys will listen, and you'll keep us apprised of your, your um, you know, your progress as everything goes. But there are many who have walked out, as we said before, yeah. just in the one session and never smoked again. Smoke. So we're hoping for that. Great. And, and if anybody would like to get more information about uh, what we do, if they would visit our website at www.quititnow.com. And if you're a police officer, you, you can, can get, get it free. free. Yeah. Yes. Call, call us and we'll register you at 215-782-8414. And that information's up on PrestonSteve.com as well, so people can just quickly log on and get it all there. Excellent. Thank you, Dr. Rosenberg. Great Thank to see you. Thank you so much. All right, let's hear Yay! it for the doctor. Get out of here. Go stop smoking. Um, So a couple of texts coming in that uh, there's sleet in uh, Bridgeton, New Jersey, heavy flurries in South Jersey, snowing in Newark. So I guess it's coming up, Steve. Yeah. The I-95 corridor. The worst phrase in the world. (laughs) It is on its way up. So it's it's creeping into the area very, very soon. You're not looking forward to it? 
I just so I, I got. I'm I have not. A, I have a puppy, and you know you have. Any craps all over the house. Uh, <laughs> and you hey. think that happens more with snow? We, well, we did. We had the same thing last year. So we got our two dogs, our mm-hmm. puppies, right around Christmas. Not a good time to get puppies because you need to you need to potty train them. Yes, it's freezing cold. You get snow on the ground. They go out. They track it all back into the house and make a total mess. So it's just a tough time. Just to a train word of advice. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, and it's also it, it's been raining a lot too. So it's muddy poop. There's a, there's actually a really funny meme out there, and it's just this dog looking out the window, and it's raining outside, oh, yeah, and not. it just says, "Ah, oh, it's raining outside." Guess I'm crapping in the house today. (laughs) It's a a funny meme, but, you know, so puppies have to go out quite a bit. And it's not like I'm not taking my puppy out. He's got me beat by like five minutes. Right, right. (laughs) You son of a bitch. No, timing is tough. I walked walked into the house yesterday and we still had our our puppy pad tray sitting out, which they haven't used in months and months and months. But it's just still there. Just for old time's sake. And as I walked in, I looked at it and I'm like, thank God we don't have to worry about that anymore. But it's just, you just have to go through it. When you come up to the puppy route, you got to do that. (laughs) I had uh, asked my daughter to take take the puppy out. His name's Reggie. Hey, take Reggie out. All right, so she takes him out, and then uh, she comes back in, and she goes, "Dad, he didn't, he didn't go." You know, I, I was, I go, "I, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm cleaning up where he went." You know? so, like, <laughs> all right, well, we all got something to deal with, and snow never makes it easier. But uh, well, whatever. it'll turn to rain, right, hey, for the most part. So yeah, we'll be fine. At least you wouldn't have this to deal with. I got Ooh. sent this uh, by a couple of people. Uh, it was a, uh, and, and I, I recall catching this story. Maybe a couple of years back, you re- you relayed this story on the show. Okay, I thought so, but it's it's making the rounds again. Or the people that own this house have have spoken out. But it was the uh, let, let me give you the story. Yeah, so please. A, a New Jersey family terrorized for years by a mysterious figure known only as the Watcher. You mentioned yes, okay, yeah, yeah all right, I remember so, the story. So they just shared new details about their ordeal in an interview published on Tuesday. I can uh, see you through your window. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It's Caitlin. Uh, I'm here. Uh, I brought when, some tutti frutti ice cream. When <laughs> tutti frutti? Oh yeah. When um, Derek and Maria brought us uh, bought their home in Westfield, New Jersey, in 2014, they fulfilled a lifelong dream. But soon after closing, it became a nightmare as the family began getting letters from the Watcher. A shadowy figure who cryptically referred to secrets hidden in the house. Yeah. I mean, like revealing things that only they would know that were inside this and home. That w- were able to be validated and, and yeah. proven. So so he clearly had a working knowledge of the house. Uh, the Watcher also appeared to threaten the Broadus's three children by name. Uh, and one of the letters read, um, It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all of its all of the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement, or are they too afraid to go down there alone? And it said, I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. I mean, at that point, you yeah. almost just move. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, they, they eventually reached the breaking point and went to live at uh, with Maria's parents. The Broadus's first attempt to sell the home which they had bought for nearly $1.4 million, Whoa. Uh, but they couldn't find a buyer. Um, and Derek said, I was a depressed wreck. He told uh, The Cut this. That's who did the interview. Uh, he said, it's like cancer. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night thinking, what would my life be like if this didn't happen? We lost Christmas a couple of times, and you don't get that back. 
Uh, Maria said that she would have terrifying nightmares about the Watcher, including one dream involving a man wearing these boots and carrying a pitchfork and calling to the kids. Now, the letters were delivered to the Broadus' home through the mail. The letters had been processed at a U.S. Postal Service distribution center in Kearney, which is about 20 miles northeast of Westfield. Uh, the Broadus' contacted the home's previous owner to see if they, too, had been the su- had been uh, subjected to the Watcher's torment. Andrea Woods, who had lived at the home with her husband, John, told the Broadus family that she once received a letter from a person claiming that it was their turn to, quote, watch the house, too. It's a beautiful house. But Andrea said that it was the only such letter she received twenty three in the 23 years at the property, and she just ended up throwing it away. Uh, the increasingly desperate Broadus family then called in several experts, including a former FBI agent, to crack the case, but that investigation is stalled and only succeeded in ruling a few uh, suspects out. Uh, some neighbors, though, have, have actually accused the family of making this up. Um, he had said, uh, there's a natural tendency to say, I've lived here 35 years, nothing's happened to me, Derek said. What happened to my family is an affront to uh, their contention that they're safe, that there's no such thing as mental illness in their community. People don't want to believe this could happen in Westfield. Uh, they no longer live there. They rent it out. Yes, uh, to the watcher. Uh, Derek said that uh, he and his wife try to avoid the house unless they absolutely have to and noted the family is losing money as the rent paid doesn't cover the property's mortgage. Well, you remember the, the Lutz family? They were the ones that had the Amityville house. And, uh, you know, they they created this whole story, Mm -hmm. which was, you know, it was later Newsday, you know, the newspaper in Long Island, they covered it and the whole thing. And they created this. There was a a murder in the house. Certainly that happened before the DeFeo family. But um, it's not uncommon that people try to do this and do a uh, do sort of a money grab. But has there there been any book uh, talk of a book or anything or because usually you do this as a means to an end to get some sort of. Yeah story or money or publishing deal or something, and that doesn't appear to be the case with this family. It doesn't indicate. Yeah, it says, uh, one day uh, after the new tenants moved in, Derek went to the house to try to chase away some squirrels who had taken up residence in the roof, but when he got there, one of the renters handed him a letter addressed to the, quote, vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria, and had written in it, uh, you wonder who the watcher is? Turn around, idiots. Maybe you even spoke to me, one of the so-called neighbors who has no idea who the watcher could be. Or maybe you do not and are too scared to tell anyone. Good move. Or maybe you do know and are too scared to tell anyone. Good move. So he brought the letter to the police, but investigators came up empty again. That's terrifying. They, not even, well, I, I suppose if they really did have a, a promising clue or, or angle, they wouldn't reveal it. But at this point, I mean, that's, it's an emotional terror that yeah. you're, you're, you know, uh, it's horrible. And somebody's getting their jollies on it if this is indeed the case. So uh, that's a that's a shame. I uh, how long, how old is this house? And, uh, I don't know. How much does it weigh? <laughs> <laughs> at least a ton, right? At, at least, least a ton. At least, at least yeah. a you ton. would think so. I, mean, come on. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, in, in any of these cases, though, you move into this house. The uh, in fact, get out is based is based on the you know the 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 Eddie Murphy concept. Yeah. The second you walk in and you hear a Gulsy voice, yeah. say get out, get out. <laughs> Sorry, we can't yeah. stay here, baby. <laughs> Got to go now. Yeah, I I grew up in an old house. All right, so yeah. that, the house was built in the eighteen hundreds, kind of like uh, where, you, where you live now. Yes. Steve. Wouldn't you love to know the, the the true history of that house? Like who. Who built it? Who was the first family well, you, to live you in there? Well, you can find yeah. that out. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, I never thought to do that until literally right at this moment. Right. Now that you're out of it, the voices have stopped. 
Uh, how do you even, yeah, how do you even begin, you know? I mean, you can contact the last people that own the home. Well, you go to the, the, the town hall. Uh, the, the records, they, they, I think they would have records of owners and so on and so forth, and, and yeah. you can do some, Yeah, uh, you know, there, there, there are public records that are right. available. I told you about the people that lived in the house before us. In oh, fact, when my parents bought oh, the yeah. house, they were like... They had a coffin the, in there. The, the oh, guys slept in a coffin! <laughs> can you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do, and you guys stayed out of that room, right? Well, like, so... Like, nobody used that room? There was a, there was a room on the third floor <laughs> that had, like, demons and monsters painted... Onto the wall. I have great right. news. We're going to join the running away club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a God. dream come true. The local children run away <laughs> or jump. I'm trying to decide. I'm reviewing two brochures. One for the running away club mm-hmm. and one for the jumping club. <laughs> and not only did my mom uh, have the, that room in the house blessed yes. by a priest, but uh, she didn't even want my dad to paint over the, the demon pictures. She had him sand them off the walls oh, altogether. Okay. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I think most people, upon moving into a house, remove all the demonic paintings. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the deal. You, you know, you, you. A lot of people will change the uh, the pentagram carpet. Yeah. for maybe like a light shag. We had our house built. I like the fact that we're the very first people to to own the home. But are you? Because <laughs> yeah, on an Indian well, yes. graveyard, right? That's where you. Yeah. They no. didn't remove the graves. <laughs> You know what? Our we, we had to blast to actually get our to to pour the foundation. So I'm pretty certain there was nothing below so where it was. It was. Of fun. So what's that? It was a, it was a blast. It was a blast. <laughs> yes. Well, you saw bones flying and no. pieces of coffin. And... <laughs> but I like the fact that when we're when we're done and gone, or, or yeah. when we eventually decide to move on, that you know that was we we made that we we had a say in how that thing was put together. And I didn't hear was where the owner was called pleasuring himself <laughs> by his wife. <laughs> Unaware that the light from his laptop was obscuring his vision. <laughs> Follow me into the observatory. <laughs> I was wearing headphones. Oh, right in here. Come in. Kathy shakes her head. Headphones. Like you were all in. <laughs> oh, hey, you can't do that half-ass. Man. No. Clearly. You gotta go. Yeah, sure, all in. he was okay. vigorously providing himself with pressure. <laughs> wife called out to him, but he could not hear because he was listening to his headphones. <laughs> and here is the pool table where pool is seldom played, but clothing is full. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter and I played pool the other night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. First time in a while. She asked me to. But yes, it's become a laundry table. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, what are the other wonderful yeah. things? What are the other as they lead the tour? Horrible things oh, that have no happened. one stays in this house after night. <laughs> the dining room where no one yeah. eats, they yeah. drink. Right? Isn't right. there a bar in there? Yes. Yes. Well, let's not forget the old house with the haunted litter box. <laughs> <laughs> it was on a rainy night when the owner awoke from well, many hours of drinking. And raised a shotgun to the automatic Kitty River Cleaner, yelling out, I want to see you. I've got a gun. I've got a gun. I gave him 10 seconds to get out of the house, which I thought was, uh, you know. We should all design haunted tours of our current house yeah, yeah. on the dumb crap. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. My brother thinks my house is haunted. He's said that since the day we've moved in. No he said there's somebody that lives here with you. Wait, your your new your country yeah, house. Yeah, my, my really? current house. Yeah, this is the day that my brother lived. You're the first owners for for a little while, and um, he said he's like I I hear them. He goes um, they walk around. Wait, 
Did you have a house built? Yes. Okay, so it's your, you're the first owner. So. We are the first owner. There was this a house. This place is too clean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Preston, there was... There was a house there um, that was knocked down. Okay. And uh, actually, the the man who has since passed away, he was a, a, a wonderful man, lived across the street from I me. I hope you rot in hell. No, well, he did the masonry work on the house. And did he, he told me one time, he goes, yeah, when they were tearing down that house, he goes, I sat outside and watched. He goes, I did, you know, all of that work on the house. And I was like, oh, oh my God, man. I'm so sorry. And I was haunted by Slendermanthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's... Slendermanthy. I mean, I think it's just the house settling, but my brother thinks it's haunted. Jeans. <laughs> Slender Manby. Do these jeans make me look hippie? Steve, I'm going to post something on my Instagram story later. Yeah. Uh, I made a, a quick little video for you last night. All of this all right. I'm going to say. Ooh. Ooh. You never now, made videos think me. Is it a video that you, It's so funny. You all went, ooh. <laughs> it's basically the reason why I haven't posted yet because I'm like, oh, I'm wearing pajamas and I don't have any makeup on. Should I do this? Are you wearing a bra or no? I'm not, no. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Sold. I can't yeah. see anything. Trust me. Anything if, if it's directed at no me, it has to do with superheroes or something else. No, Man- it's Manthe. It's Manthe? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Manthe. I want to see that for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, we do need to take a break, but I do want to mention something that we made kind of a soft announcement on this morning. Uh, but, um, you know, as we're getting ready for the camp out for hunger, we're we're planning all kinds of stuff, and still uh, the pieces are coming together, so we're just kind of slowly rolling these things out. You know, we're going to be doing our, our mass wedding. By the way, if you're interested in that, uh, you can uh, check out PrestonandSteve.com, and it says Hungry for Love, and you can submit there if you like. There's a little bit of paperwork that needs to be done, so keep that in mind as you're going to do that. Uh, but another thing that we've added, Monday is going to be crazy. It's going to be, and I mean that in a great way. Yeah. We are going to have a skate on Flyers Ice at the Wells Fargo Center after the show is over. The first hundred people that bring their ice skates down there and you get a wristband, you'll be able to go join us for that open skate. We will have that night our calendar girls stopping by with the new calendar as well. And that's comedy night too. And for the price of a donation, You'll be able to see our comedy show in the uh, Victory Beer Hall starring Dave Attell, man. Dave Attell is absolutely one of the best. He's a comedian's comedian. He floors me every time. But the lineup is great outside of Dave. Hosted by Rich Voss. And then we got a couple other names that are going to be added. And there's a reason why we can't add them just yet. But you're going to love the ones that we've added. Yes. Yes. So, So that's coming. So that's Monday night, the first night of the Camp Out for Hunger. So... If you come and stay all day, you will have you'll have plenty to do. Yeah, and it, honestly, we'd love to pack up the uh, the comedy show because this yeah. is to see four these headliners. guys in in a smaller venue like that. Four mm-hmm. headliners in a smaller venue, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, so uh, we're looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be on Monday. Let's what. I just um, thought of an invention. Four headliners. The things oh, that go four across. headliners. So yeah. lines your forehead. Right. Yeah. I'm tired of okay. a dirty forehead. Yes, yeah. four headliners. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a moment. What am I giving away? Gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to give away the last two. No, I have more than that. All right, so let me do let me do two of these. Uh, six packs uh, six packs of coupons, good for six full-size packages of Godshall's turkey bacon. Uh, call number 14-215-263-WMMR. Real wood smoked, 80% less fat, less fat than most pork bacon. It's available at Acme, ShopRite, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. So call now. We'll put you in. Well, we'll get you the, the goodies, and we have some other prizes to give away before the show is up as well. So we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 
I'm going to add another thing to the, the stuff at the camp out for hunger. These, oh my these, God. Slowly, these confirmations and things start uh, coming in. They keep trickling in, so I'm just going to add them, and eventually we'll have a big list of all the stuff that we're going to be doing. But with the, the mass wedding that we're going to have uh, Wednesday at the Camp Out for Hunger on the 28th, which, of course, it'll, all it costs you is a donation of food in order to come and, and participate in that. But um, we, Marissa was saying that, um, and this, this is what makes it even cooler, is the majority of people who have agreed to do this can't afford a wedding on their own. So we're happy that we're able to facilitate this because if they were to do it, they, nobody would be able to come. They're not, they can't afford yeah. reception. They can't afford any of that and stuff. So we're going to have that type of thing going on. I love that. And, and to that point, Preston, people are being, you will know if you are part of the group. If you, We're not saying just show up and you'll get married that day. You, we, you, we will have sent in your submission and we will have responded to you. Yes, exactly. And I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, but it's okay. Like if you have a wedding dress or a white dress or something, wear it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And by the way, Steven Singer, this is... That's what I was about to announce. Okay. Right. So I was about to say that we have... Drumroll? Uh, no, oh. Well, first of all, there's going to be a honeymoon that we're going to give away. One lucky couple will win that. Yes. But the giving doesn't stop there. Steven Singer got in touch with us. And courtesy of him, 10 couples present that we will choose are going to get free wedding bands from Steven Singer Jewels. Ten. How about that? Yeah. Wow. That's Ten awesome. couples. That is that is freaking awesome. Yeah. So we're pretty stoked about that. So uh, so we'll have, I would imagine, we'll have some other giveaways. In fact, uh, from uh, Colleen from uh, Creeble's Bakery if it is going to give away a free cake on your one-year anniversary. Wow. So you come back, so we'll, we'll give, everybody's going to get one of those, and they're going to be supplying the cakes for the uh, the event. So uh, it's just a lot of cool stuff. This is going to turn out to be listen, a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we <laughs> a lot of it is coming together last minute because yeah. we were not aware that this was available to us, yeah. but I think it's coming together in an exemplary way. Yeah, so uh, this is going to be a good time. We hope you're going to be there for a part of it whether it be that wedding or the comedy night or the free skate that we're going to do on Flyers Ice. Our friends from the Flyers have something that we're planning as well for one of the days. Or you're coming out to see when, you know, like 200 Porsches come by to drop off for the Philafrog. Or Monday when all the Jeeps come by with Jackson's Jeep Club. Archery dodgeball. Yes. And loads Hamster of, ball. Yeah, that's we're, we're waiting on yeah. uh, the the go ahead on that. It's pretty much a done deal. Yeah, but it's a done deal. Uh, we gotta, it's a done deal. If we got to wait for Hamster some ball, some uh, things to be finalized. <laughs> but uh, oh, okay, we got to get Casey going. said we, we got to get right, going. Right, so right. let's do the bizarre. Right. Right. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre final. Brought to you by Live Nation presents Tom Segura four shows, 16th, November sixteenth, seventeenth. So that's uh, that's tomorrow and uh, Saturday at the Marion Theater. Limited tickets remain to the no- on for the November sixteenth late show only. All other shows are sold out. Get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. Uh, oh, everybody's been here. It's a Saturday night. You've had three mojitos too many, and the next thing you know, you're running down the street with a live lobster in one hand. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, an intoxicated Florida woman found herself in this classic situation after a manager asked her to leave the St. Petersburg Red Lobster on Saturday for reportedly causing a scene and disturbing other customers. Well, feeling she had to make a bigger statement than just cursing her way out, she allegedly reached in and grabbed a live lobster straight out of the water tank and got out of there. Uh, the police... Look at this thing. Is that a woman? 
That's the um, lobster. Yeah. <laughs> is that a woman? She looks like who was the guy that was going to call in the other day that didn't call in? Uh, the actor uh, who always plays a John jerk. McGinley. Yes, yeah, he looks yeah. like John McGinley yeah. to some extent, except so, more macho. So anyhow, the police were called and found the woman who denied knowing the lobster's location. I don't know where I put the lobster. Using the textbook book, and I quote, "I was hammered." Defense. According to the police report, she told the cops that she didn't care or do anything wrong in the restaurant. That's an Praying a lobster's wrong, I don't want to be right. Uh, surprisingly, this defense did not work, and the woman was booked for disorderly conduct. A Florida man was pulled over by law enforcement and given a citation. It all sounds normal until you learn that he was actually dressed as Fred Flintstone, and the vehicle was driving was the footmobile made famous in the popular cartoon show. Florida man, Florida man. Uh, it was all in fun, though. Don Swartz is his name, uh, Fred Flintstone, was driving around That's the area. Fred Flintstone's real name? In his smart car disguised as Fred's car, the footmobile. I love it. A county deputy pulled Schwartz over for allegedly speeding in a neighborhood and issued him a notice to appear in court. So It's a great picture. Yep. All right, and then one more, Casey. We got time for that? Yeah, just one more. All right. Uh... Let's go with this one. It's kind of long, but I'll try to get through it quickly. Prosecutors are once again hoping that smart speaker data could be the key to securing a murder conviction. A New Hampshire judge has ordered Amazon to provide recordings from an Echo speaker between January 27, 2017 and January 29, 2017, plus info identified uh, identifying paired smartphones to aid in investigating a double homicide case. The court decided there was probable cause to believe the speaker might have captured audio of the murders and their aftermath. Law enforcement had charged Timothy Verrill with murdering Christine Sullivan and Jenna Pellegrini at the home of Sullivan's boyfriend, Dean Smorunk. Uh, Verrill has access to the home security code and had been seen on surveillance cameras with the two women, leading investigators to believe that their echo might have picked up an additional inf- some additional information. That's pretty wild because <laughs> the echo is, is always listening. And uh, this is uh, this this could be troubling. Uh, whether or not there's any information to provide isn't clear. In a statement, Amazon did not acknowledge the presence of any recordings, but said that it would provide customer data uh, unless there was a valid and binding legal demand properly served on properly served on us. However, the likelihood of recordings isn't terribly high. Like many uh, smart speakers, the Echo isn't continuously recording. It only captures audio when someone uses the speaker's hot word, typically Alexa, and then only for a brief moment it takes to issue a command. The murder would have needed to explicitly act. The murderer, I'm sorry, would have needed to explicitly activate the Echo while committing the crimes. Uh, paired phones wouldn't necessarily... So we would have to a- ask Alexa to play some music while yeah. uh, killing this person. Alexa, record this murder. Yeah. Uh, paired phones wouldn't necessarily have helped either. Uh, you don't need to link a specific phone to an Echo to use it, and a paired phone won't necessarily give away who used the speaker. As it stands, prosecution teams have not had much success using Echo devices to sh- secure conviction. Interesting. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File. Let me give away these passes that I have... Uh, for Tom Segura. The show is tomorrow night, uh, and it will be at the Miriam Theater, and the first three shows have sold out. I'm going to give away the rest of the tickets. Is that okay, Case? Well, we we still have more, too. Tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, so callers 15, 16, and 17, I'm going to give you these tickets, and grab the tickets for the fourth show before they are gone. Tickets are on sale now, org. So 215-263-WMMR. 
uh, 15, 16, and 17, you will get those tickets. We'll take another break. We'll get back in a second. Lesson question, trash music news. That's all on the way. and Steve show on 93.3 WMMR. Like the podcast? You'll also love it live. When you can call in. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app. Panama, Ben Halen, 93.3 WMMR. I need to go back and revisit that 1984 album. That's a phenomenal album. Catch up from beginning to end. Some of the best stuff is at the very, very end, by the way. It so. was the first rock record that was that was mine. I got it as a cassette, yeah. and I would listen to it on uh, on my Walkman, and it was uh, music, rock music that was introduced to me by my friends and not my parents. I, was ri- I would ride the bus to school when that came out, and I remember... <clears throat> Somebody was in charge of bringing music on the bus. This girl, she yeah. had, a, she had a, like a boombox. It's an important job, oh. and it, it was. Yeah, yeah. But, but we listened to that for like three months straight, yeah. like every single morning, and that's how I got to know that record inside and out. Would you all like dance down the aisles and stuff like that? Yeah. No, it didn't turn into you know the school for the performing yeah. arts or anything no? along those lines. But you got a serious jam, bro. Even though even you want though, fame, yeah, well, fame costs and yeah. sweat. That's right, man. Starts right here. <laughs> No, but I just I have a, a great memory of uh, of that album in particular. Love it. Uh, we're going to give away the lesson question prize, a four-pack of tickets, and that is for the Philadelphia Wings lacrosse welcome home opener. Uh, they're playing Buffalo, playing the Bandits on Saturday, December 15th at the Wells Fargo Center. So the question I asked today is, what kind of ice cream does Caitlyn Jenner like to bring over? Oh, yeah. It does. <clears throat> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. No, dude, you can't answer I got hands going up here in the background. What kind of ice cream does Caitlyn Jenner like to bring over? 215-263-WMMR. We'll see if you know. We're going to do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Worldwide Stereo. Take your gift giving up a notch. See Worldwide Stereo's awesome gift guide at WorldwideStereo.com or head to their stores in Montgomeryville and Ardmore. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Jennifer Lopez making close to $3 million to play a private party in Qatar. Lopez admits that she's not exactly sure where Qatar is, but says she's just thrilled to finally travel into space. <laughs> oh, my God. Al Sharpton playing, uh, paying tribute to comic legend Marvel mastermind Stan Lee as a pioneer of the civil rights movement. Sharpton says his favorite Lee creations are, quote, the inedible bulk and captioned America. Oh, my God. And finally, as the wildfires loom, the owners of the mansion used by The Bachelor have hired a private security team to protect it. Fortunately, the mansion is sealed tightly in a thick shell comprised of years of accumulated semen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Hollywood track. All right, thanks, Steve. We'll see if we can get an answer to uh, today's lesson question. What kind of ice cream does Caitlyn Jenner like to bring over, and I will go to, let's go to Hugh and see if Hugh, Hugh knows the answer. Hugh! Uh, no, I hit the wrong button. Okay. Hugh just hung up. Damn you, Hugh. Hugh, are you there? You're magnificent, Hugh. I'm here. Oh, wait, oh, he's no. there. Uh, how, I Hello? don't know how this happened. Okay, Hugh, are you there? I'm here. All right, Hugh, what uh, what kind of ice cream does Caitlyn Jenner like to bring over? I'm going to say he likes to bring Rudy Tootie. Rudy Tootie. <laughs> Uh, Steve, I'm going to leave it up to you. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. It's Tutti Frutti. Yeah. 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 Hang on a second. Yeah, the right idea. Yay! 
Hang on just a second. We actually have this on Tutti Fruity, don't we? We do. Uh, let me see if I can find yeah, that. What the hell's going on? Yeah. I didn't ask for it, but I thought Low. maybe. Mm-hmm. How do you spell it? T U. No. Uh, T T I. Who sings it again? No, it's a little richer, but it was on the on the Vox, Domingo. It was on the Vox Pro case. Yeah. Oh, it was on the Vox Pro. Yeah. Because uh, we played. Oh. We, okay, never. I mind. got it. No, Bye. no, no, no. We got it. We got it. Booyah. And go. What am I doing? Oh, hit it right here. Okay. All right. You got it right. That means we're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Wings lacrosse welcome home opener. The Wings face off against the Buffalo Bandits on Saturday, December 15th at 1 p.m. at the Wells Fargo Center. You can join the party and expect the unexpected. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! I like big balls. Uh, it's brought to you this morning by Robbins Diamonds, a tax-free Delaware, with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. Limp Biscuit is going to work on their long-awaited sixth album. Yep, they're, set, they're set to do that. <laughs> Wes Borland announced via Instagram getting warmed up to actually make a brand-new Limp Biscuit album. We would have started last Saturday, but were displaced by the fires and lost some gear. Getting back on our feet and in the studio within the week. Excuse me. As previously reported, Fred Durst lost his uh, Southern California home in the wildfire. Now that's sad. Yeah, while Borland lost several pieces of musical equipment. Uh, Limb Biscuit's last effort, Gold Cobra, was released seven years ago. Since then, uh, they released four singles. Uh, and uh, of course, we to, all know those legendary singles. And uh, promised to release a full-length collection of new material called "Stampede of the Disco Elephants," but that never happened. Hey, so disturbed singer David Draymond it hasn't been on Twitter in three years, really, and he has no plan to go back to the social media platform. Uh, Draymond told Loudwire that nowadays he isn't able to keep in contact with fans like he used to, and I kind of. I kind of like what he has to say about this. He says, nah, I can't on the same level by any means, and it's unfortunate. It's also a matter of just pure numbers. Uh, once it got to a point where I could no longer handle it in terms of sheer volume and size, it became a daunting thing. It became something that actually came between me and my wife. I spent so much time on it. So he was, he really, was sort of addicted then. Yeah, but he says the water has been poisoned. This is what I uh, what? I like what he says. The water has been poisoned for quite some time. As far as interaction is concerned, social media has become a high school playground where the challenge is what idiot can come up with the best insult and do you end up congratulating and you end up congratulating them for it. It's really sad. And that's kind of what it is. It's a one upmanship for the most part that I see in comments when people comment on a, a post, it turns into insults back and forth and you're there's like a victor if somebody has the biggest insult. Well, and there's you know also I mean? it's, a, it's a platform for outrage, um, a platform for um, virtue signaling, and for that as well. I agree. Yeah, I mean, nobody I, wants to I, back I, listen, down. I, I don't mind. Listen, if you're outraged about something, you want to post that. But then this this back and forth thing yes. of like Army Hammer's thing, for example, would be a perfect example. Yeah, uh, either that he said, or people just uh, pushing their own uh, respective ideas on everyone, trying to shove everything down everybody's throats, and so I much. I'm going to post that on Twitter, and so much elitism, and so much lack of camaraderie and lack of unity. It's become a very, uh, very ugly thing. I uh, went asked if he would rejoin Twitter. Uh, Draymond said, "Nope, never, never returning to." Do you Twitter. know what social media was made for? And we were just talking about this. It, it, it's made for people who couldn't quite cut it on Boy Meets World. 
Uh, yeah, what's that girl say? <laughs> She's worth it. She uh, is. Maitland, got, Maitland Ward? Something like name? that, yeah. I got logged out of Twitter, um, and I cannot log back in. Really? Yeah, and I'm okay with it. I, I think it's a sign from God that I, I'm supposed to be off <laughs> Well, they Twitter. probably heard about you conspiring with the other people well, to, yeah, to build I'm, GoFundMe. I'm getting banned. But yeah. honestly, um, I, it, it, it became so contentious, and there was there's just so much... Vitriol, and I know that there's a lot of good that's on there too. Uh, Maitland Ward, Preston, she's up on the big screen. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Uh, the so last I gave it what up. What episode of Boy Meets World was that? The last time this is how I, I'm just strictly Instagram now. Uh, so the last time I posted on Twitter was October 14th. The time before that was September 8th, and then I had one on August 27th. So that's how infrequently I'm on there. I just don't, I, I don't find any appeal to it anymore. You so do, you do I a, like Instagram. It's you do fun. a lot of, and on Instagram, you do a lot of what they call tug shots, where you're pulling down, but, showing your cleavage. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I thought you meant uh, I was doing a pullback. Oh, no, 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 right. no. That's you a different know, tug. You know what that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so look for my latest pullback pic yeah. on Instagram. You can't go wrong with underboob. Uh, no. So that's Maitland Ward. Yeah, that's what Winston Churchill said. She was on uh, Boy Meets World, and uh, and and I was telling Steve. So yeah, she, acting didn't work out for her. So now she posts pictures like that on Instagram. Well, and the crowd seems to like it. They do seem to like it. Uh, Marcus Mumford has revealed that a talk with his musician friend Noel Gallagher led to Mumford and Sons' uh, upcoming album Delta. He told Billboard, I actually saw Noel Gallagher at a pub, and we were talking. He said, he's such a nice man. He said, I mean, he's a prick as well, but he's yeah. a nice man. <laughs> and he said to me, what are you doing at the moment? I said, oh, man, I'm just taking a little time off, a little break from writing. I've just found it a bit hard. And he said, and he was like, man, what the F are you doing with your life if you're not writing songs? You're an effing songwriter. Get on with it. So I went and I wrote Delta and Guiding Light that week as a result of that conversation. So he got he got the ball rolling. Wait on a second, again. you took me literally. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Mumford also said that uh, he can't explain his songwriting process at all. In case you were asking uh, yesterday, the revivalists how they go about writing songs. He said, uh, "This Marcus Mumford said, um, I've never actually figured out how to write a song. I can't tell you how it happens because a lot of times it's an accident. A lot of time." I just have no memory of it, so it just kind of happened. All right. It's uh, like a shard. Yeah, yep. the album drops uh, t- tomorrow. I am very, very excited. Uh, the the last album, Water Mind, uh, there were some songs on it that I liked, but uh, I don't know. I, I sort of felt like they felt pressure to plug in and become something that they necessarily weren't. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, like I guess as an artist, you have to remain true to yourself and, and not necessarily listen to the noise. You know, some artists, like, you talk about Linkin Park, for instance. Yep. You know, they uh, hit the scene as one sound and sort of developed over time. And, and the people who liked them in the beginning didn't necessarily care for what they ended up sounding like. But that was just sort of the arc that they were going on. And It's it, true. Some bands, though, can stay within their realm. Yeah. And, well, they and, want, and, and, and they want find to. nuance that works and keeps, keeps it event. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, but then yeah. you have somebody like Corey Taylor, for instance. So he's got his Slipknot, uh, slipknot thing. Not Slipknot. <laughs> Night, yeah. um, but then he's also got better talking car stone sour. So, you know, as a musician or, or a fan of music, he's got uh, two different kinds of loves. Yeah. And, you know, one is that heavier side and then the other one's more melodic. That's you know, Jeff Ahmed from Pearl Jam. He's, he's got his, he's got his groups. A couple of those guys. Yes, do, they so. all, in fact, they all do. Yeah. Yeah. Ukulele songs, man. Come on. <laughs> 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 one last story. Mick Fleetwood is offering VIP upgrades to all the Fleetwood Mac tickets on the band's current tour. Wow. Uh, according to a press release, says when you purchase your ticket... 
Be sure to add the Mick Fleetwood VIP uh, upgrade during the checkout process to get access to an exclusive meet and greet with Mick Fleetwood. More and more bands are starting to do stuff like that because... You can get extra money that's off where, of it. And that's yeah. where the money is. I don't have any dollar amounts here, but it's going to be pricey. But listen, the majority of people have never had a chance to meet an idol like that. So if you can shell out the cash, it's a handshake and a picture, and that's pretty much it. And a beer koozie. And a beer koozie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's stuff that we have gotten to do because of yes. the business that we've gotten in, and it's a neat thing. And. Uh, you know why they're just figuring this out right now? I don't know. Well, but... beca- because now this is and the the history, the recent history has shown that, that touring is where your money's at. So yep. you might as well milk that cow yeah. to death. And if it's one extra hour of your yeah. time and you make an extra several thousand dollars, it's worth it. Why not? Yeah. All right. So there you go. That's what I got for you. In music news, uh, yeah, should I do this? Okay, yeah. so we have a screening coming up of Ralph Breaks the Internet, and it is Monday at the UA King of Prussia. Won't be in theaters till the 21st, and I can take seven callers right now and give you passes to go see it. It's going to be at the UA King of Prussia at 7 p.m., which means you need to be there by 6.30 to ensure that you do indeed get in and get a seat. So if you want to go see the movie, give us a call right now, and we'll take care of you. Be back in a moment. Get ready to wrap things up. Stay with us. WMMR presents Living around your door Hailstorm This Saturday indoors at BB&T Pavilion With In This Moment Join us for complete concert coverage Broadcasting live from the venue With Marcus for a vicious Indoor rock extravaganza Get ready to get rocked with Hailstorm and In This Moment, presented by 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. My hero, there he goes, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks, it is uh, Foo Fighters. And the President Steve Radio Program about ready to come to a close. And finally, we're seeing snow in Bellickenwood, Pennsylvania. Uh, moving along, it's not crazy heavy at this point, but uh, we are expecting this wintry mix uh, to go through midday and then turning over to rain. And by your afternoon uh, and evening commute, uh, it's going to be just wet, but expecting a lot of rain. From what I understand, to be heavy rain. So if you happen to be moving around uh, a bit today... Keep that in mind. Keep your travels in mind. I want to thank uh, the people that were featured on today's program today. Uh, Dr. Rosenberg. Yay! Therapist, uh, hypnotist extraordinaire, great American smoke addict today. And we took about, I don't know, 15, uh, 17, 18 pounds. I don't know exactly how many people were here. Put them through the process of negative association. And uh, hopefully they're never going to smoke again. That would be a wonderful thing if all of them walk out of this non-smokers. It's happened many times. It is a great American smoke out. So you can, uh, you can make your attempt as well today. And we'd love for you to make that a successful attempt. It's up to you. Uh, but if you need some help, get in touch with Dr. Rosenberg. Quititnow.com is his website. And uh and he in it's not just smoking, it's all kinds of stuff. It's you know, weight loss, getting sleep, um all kinds of things. That's Athletic what stuff. I use him for. Yeah, for for yes, for training purposes and yeah. also just for the uh, um uh 
to get that little recharge in the afternoon, and then he's helped uh, immeasurably with that. Yep. So uh, thank you to Dr. Rosenberger, and, or Berg, Dr. Rosenpenis. Dr. Rosenpenis, leave off the last penis for savings. Uh, being here. And actor Daniel Roebuck. Yeah. Director and star of the film Getting Grace. Uh, the people who had seen it that were texting him because it's an independent film um, were saying it was amazing. Uh, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. I tried to. My digital copy didn't work last night. But he is such a nice guy, and he's a really, really talented actor and director. And he's been in, he's been in hundreds of roles. Tremendous amount of stuff. We love that he's in the area, and he's he's trying yeah. to do what uh, M Night Shyamalan has done and do all his work here. Yeah. They're going to send us a few copies of the DVD, Preston. Okay. Uh, I probably was trying to watch it at the same time as you, so I, I think I shut you out <laughs> of the does, digital copy. Yeah, it does lock it out. Yeah. The movie's called Getting Grace, and uh, it's a it's a heart tugger, uh, if you will, or a tear jerker, whatever you want to call, but with a or wonderful, a jerk tugger, wonderful or a. Uh, a pullbacker, yeah, pullbacker. Um, but it was a, it's a, uh, um, a wonderfully positive story as well. So it was cool to have him by here. So thank you to uh, Mr. Roebuck for being here. Also, thank you to God Scholes Turkey Bacon. Oh my God, Godscholes.com, and they have a big event coming up on uh, December fifteenth. Steve is going to be participating in this with you, God Scholes Food Truck Challenge and Holiday Fair, December fifteenth at Head House Square. Prepare to eat, and some of the trucks that will be featured will be. Uh, Mama's Balls. Yes. Uh, Humpty's Dumplings. Uh, also, the House of Cupcakes and Philly Cakery, just to name a few. So um, check them out and uh, check that event out. Uh, but you can check out com for all things about them. Pierre Robert is back today. Hey, man. Good day. How are you? Great. Cool. Um, I just was curious about your, your smoking, because this gentleman's been by for two or three years now. Yes, least, yeah, right? yeah. Maybe more. Many more, yeah. Uh, and so have you ever done uh, statistics on people who, you know, maybe five years ago, uh, how many of the groups have, have um, you know, carried on with success in terms of staying away from smoking? We've asked, uh, judging by just um, people who have come up to us and people who have reported back to us, it's pretty substantial. Cool. I don't have any hard data, but it... Uh, it is not uncommon for people to have done it and walked out and never smoked again. That's great. Yeah. yeah we definitely get people who contact us to say, you know, well, like a year and a half later, like still smoke free. So that's awesome. Hell, of, even if it's one person. I yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good stuff. Cool, man. Uh, shall we do the letter, sir? Yes. Okay. Let's do that right now. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. I as in irreverent. All right, and we have $500 from Ashley Home Stores, our green room and privilege section sponsor for this year's camp out. Check out the Preston or Steve stand-up display in participating Ashley Home Stores located to register uh, to win this year's camp out for hunger, green room furniture. We will be giving that away. Oh, nice. uh, enter Entry deadline, I'm sorry, is Sunday, November 25th. You can go to WMMR.com to get all the details. So we'll give that away tomorrow. Uh, what's coming up on the show today, Pierre? We have more tickets for Muse. Uh, the tickets go on sale tomorrow at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, that qualifies you for the grand prize uh, trip of meeting the band in Miami, uh, which is cool, and seeing the show in Philly. Also, we will have tickets for Nick Mason, the drummer of Pink Floyd, and his show, A Saucer Full of Secrets. And that will be uh, Saturday, April 20th at the Met. Uh, those go on sale tomorrow, too. I will also have some uh, cool workforce blocks live. Uh, we'll have Iron Maiden, uh, the big <laughs> show, or as Jackie would say, Iron uh-huh. Maiden. Uh, it's, 
It's not wrong. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's, complete, it's completely wrong. Um, but it's a, it's a, you know, it's a crash um, landing of uh, vocabulary. And uh, anyway, um, I, we'll have Iron Maiden tickets. T- no, we won't have Iron Maiden. Oh we'll just have a block of Iron Maiden. There you okay, go. Okay, yes. Uh, and I almost <laughs> said a bad word. I know. We, you were right there. I was right on the F. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a block of live, and uh, then we'll wrap up with a block of heart, and we have an interview with Nancy Wilson. Wow. No way! Or is it Anne? No, it's Nancy Wilson. Nancy. Yeah. Nancy. Nancy. It's all extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Anne Wilson, the singer. Oh, it's Anne? Okay. America. Yeah. Singer extraordinary. I knew I shouldn't have smoked that pot this morning. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I don't smoke pot anymore. No, no. It's um, strictly really, meth. No. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> if it was meth, I'd be a lot more energetic than I am. So, no, I, I don't do that either. I just... Do you have a martini? <laughs> I'd like a martini. Yeah. I'll get you one in 10 seconds. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Be, Bubba John, who used to be on the evening shift um, at Rittenhouse Square, there was a bar right around the corner from the station, and he would call in about 7 p.m. his evening order, and they would put his drinks on a tray oh and walk God. them out of the bullshot saloon across the street, down the uh, quarter of a block to the Rittenhouse uh, location of the Wellington of MMR, get in the elevator and bring them up to him. That's, That's service. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is service. I keep some booze in my desk. That's a good thing. I do. Just think, and, and it's not for, I don't drink at work, but, you know, this is radio, and sometimes you end up having to sleep here. <laughs> it happens. It does. You know, whether it be. And we have. Whether it be weather or, uh, or, yes. or you have to cover for somebody, so I have booze for just such an occasion. God bless you, lad. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, Pierre's going to give you a, a wonderful program today. I want to thank our sponsors. The President Steve Show is brought to you today. Uh, by Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. Also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, the 2017 Reader's Choice Award winner from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, tomorrow, oh, okay, a visit in studio by Big Jay Oakers. Yeah! Jay's hilarious, man. Uh, and we have our calendar girl extraordinaire hottie cam. We meet all the ladies tomorrow. You don't know who they are yet. But you will by the end of tomorrow's program. And the big reveal, who's on the cover of the calendar. Find that all out tomorrow. And then tomorrow night, calendar release party. Chickens and Pete's in South Philadelphia, 7 till 10 p.m., free of charge. Come and see us. Get your calendar, one per person. That is it. We're done. Rage on. And have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, okay? Bye-bye.